So I'm duty bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. We don't want to see one officer charged. We want to see four officers prosecuted and sentenced. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. I'm mad as hell. I woke up wanting to see the world burn down yesterday because I'm tired of seeing black men die. He casually put his knee on a human being's neck for nine minutes as he died like a zebra in the clutch of a lion's jaw. So that's why children are burning to the ground. They don't know what else to do. So after you burn down your own home, what do you have left but char and ash? CNN, Ted did a great thing. I love CNN, I love Cartoon Network, but I'd like to say to CNN right now, karma's a mother. Stop feeding fear and anger every day. Stop making people feel so fearful. Give them hope. The next thing is making sure you exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like. You got a prosecutor sent your pocket to jail and you know it was bullshit, put a new prosecutor in there. Now's your election to do it. You want a different senator that's more progressive that votes marijuana through? Now is the time to do that. But it is not time to burn down your own home. I love and respect you all. I hope that we find a way out of it because I don't have the answers, but I do know we must plot, we must plan, we must strategize, organize, and mobilize. You know, it's one of them, one of them episodes where I do the intro. Energy's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be a little different. It's a lot that needs to be said. It's a lot that needs to happen. We're not gonna do our normal show. We still gonna bring the funny, but it's too it's too much going on for us to sit back and not say nothing. The main thing about this podcast, we react to everything like a nerve. It's raw. It's real, and that's how we're going to keep it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Governor Podcast. This is Shogun. I'm with my homeboy, the one and only. Man, this is Cole Jackson. What's I up, need y'all Cole? to wake the fuck up. Oh, we awake, man. Nah. We've been awake. Nah. I, I need y'all to really wake the fuck up. <laughs> that's how I was fading it, but I had 25 <laughs> seconds, and that's what it said on there. You saw it, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh man! Nah, I need y'all motherfuckers to wake the fuck up real quick. Yeah, we awake, man. I don't mean being woke. I mean wake up and realize that there's some bullshit going on outside. Yeah, I gotta wake up, bro. <laughs> shit, on both ends. This is some crazy shit. You know, I, well, let me do the spiel. Go ahead. We'll begin. It's another Tuesday. This is a government podcast. We get checks and balances and social commentary. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Uh, the reason I was doing the intro is because I was trying to get to the point where we are the checks and balances of social commentary. There you go. That is so important, especially in times like this, where we really need to see what's going on 
on both sides. We need a balanced report. And what's going on with the people outside and the people that are protesting, quote unquote, rioting, looting, whatever you want to call it, they're expressing themselves. We are about to experience a full show of a balanced perspective from one side of the perspective. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I must say going into this episode, I've changed what I wanted to say at least 30 times. It's never a fun time to have this conversation. Mm-mm. I don't want to be serious. This is a comedy podcast. It's just the shit that goes on makes us have to take it, you know, a little bit more serious. Cole shaking his head. I, uh, man, I, I thought about this whole week uh, and what I would say and, mm-hmm. and how this podcast might go this week. Right. And I'm I'm really like you. I've I've my emotions have changed. Yeah. My words have changed. My thoughts have changed several different times. And I wrote down the first thing I wrote down when I was putting my notes together was with everything happening, I forgot how did this how this how my week was. Oh man, my week was wonderful. <laughs> um I don't know how I want to to do this show today. Because I want us to do the normal shit because I yeah. think that's what everybody wants us to do. But to be honest with you, uh, we being who we are mm-hmm. and us being as opinionated and as as impassioned as we usually are right. on this show, I was like, you know what? Let's just talk. Yeah. That was, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got a lot of shit that's fucking with me. So- I agree. We all got a lot of shit. You can feel it. You can feel like the tension is thick. The air is thick. The mood has changed. Like last week, we we had a lot that went on that shifted one perspective. You know, that's that's the main thing that happened from my my vantage point. Yeah. And it also shifted accountability. Mm. When you see people actually out here expressing themselves the way that this government says like hey this is the acceptable ways for people to express themselves yeah still get called thugs and and thieves and whatever it's like y'all motherfuckers is is really not trying to see this for what it is like you know how they say you can't see the forest because because of the trees yeah, can't see the bitch we in the motherfucking middle of the <laughs> uh we on the mountain no <laughs> what is the, the jungle no we in the rainforest oh trees yeah. everywhere how the fuck can you not see what's going on when this shit constantly happens week after week, day after day? You don't you got to miss me with that bullshit. You cannot sit here and tell me, well, OK, the guys were just doing their jobs. This wouldn't have happened if he just complied, if he just would have stopped resisting. You know what I'm saying? Like we got two situations that is going to start or spark off a heated conversation. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. This happened like three weeks. This really started about three weeks ago. Three? No, it started about 30 years ago. Well, <laughs> Maybe 40. Oh, actually, 60 years ago. With a my Arbery situation, mm-hmm. that's really kind of... That's when we knew, like, y'all niggas ain't really trying to hear this <laughs> shit. Like, y'all niggas is really just going... Oh, so, okay, okay, so a nigga was running, and y'all caught up behind him, and y'all drew weapons on him, and then y'all killed him. Nobody got arrested. All right, cool. Video comes out. Then we see what happened. We like, oh, this shit is fucked up. Why these niggas ain't get re- arrested? Okay. Another video came out. Well, this is the reason we were chasing him because he looks suspicious. Like, ah. But the nigga didn't steal nothing. Nigga didn't do nothing wrong but exist. And y'all still killed him. 
there was no charges brought. So motherfuckers was on the edge. We like, hey, y'all need to do something about this. We getting tired of seeing this shit. Then we got the motherfucking <laughs> park Karen, whatever her uh, Central Park Karen. Yeah. And then that situation happened. Then we got the other one. I mean, we got with the uh, uh, Bernice. Let, uh, damn it, I feel bad because I don't remember the. the uh, we, you know, you know why you can't? Because it's so many. It happens every week. The, the lady, There's another one every week. The lady who. Um, they busted in her house and tried to get. I'm sorry, guys. I don't have the name, so I don't um, even remember this case. What what happened? They busted in their house and tried um, to do the what? The young lady who remember? Oh, the, the nurse. The nurse yeah, yeah, who yeah, the yeah. house they went into had yeah. the wrong house. <laughs> yeah. The guy who they was looking for was already, already in, custody. in custody. They tried to get the boyfriend. Yeah. They got the boyfriend. The boyfriend wasn't even the motherfucker they was looking for. Yeah, he was cleared of the charges. Yeah, but they killed his girlfriend. Shot her. Dead. Dead. Just in another the, nigga in, dead. Huh? In her living room. Just another nigga dead. The fuck matters, y'all niggas don't matter. Um, let's talk about Central Park Karen. Man, <laughs> so it was a young lady who uh, was in the park. Guy was bird watching. Um, <laughs> he asked her to leash her dog. I'm sorry. Have you ever went bird watching? Not my bag. I just thought that was a New York thing. <laughs> so I was like, bro, <laughs> I that we was country as fuck, my nigga. Like, we ain't a... never bird watched. This nigga had binoculars and everything, bro. He had the whole kit. <laughs> I mean, it's that's not a, a crime, I, but I'm just like, I ain't my nigga. I was like, that's a New York thing. Um, <laughs> bird watching. What kind of birds was he looking at? Pigeons? It's New York. They got more than. I don't know. I'm sure they do. What part I mean, of. I don't know, who, it's Central Park, so that's Central New York. Or, yeah. Like. Manhattan New York, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd never been to New York before. Fuck it. It's pretty dope. Yeah. You can see some nice birds. <laughs> um, Unless you're black and you he, can't see birds because of Central Park Karen. He asked her to leash her dog. She got offended by it. He's like, ma'am. <laughs> How dare this Negro want, tell me what to do? Leash, leash your dog. She called the cops and went into this acting job of this black man is threatening me. I'm in Central Park. Amy Cooper is her name. And she... Kind of at first, the police was like, "Uh, okay." Like, you know, she was like, "No, no, no." He's he's, he's an African American man. He's trying. He's attacking me. He's going to attack me. And <laughs> it was recorded, and she lost her job, and <laughs> she gave up the dog. No, they took the dog. Oh, they took the dog. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck confiscated? It's <laughs> like, look, <laughs> come here, bitch. Yeah, they had to take the dog, man. We can't um, leave you with this psychotic white bitch. She literally took her whiteness. Her, sorry, her privilege. I was about to apologize first. Let me apologize. You're going to hear some shit that's probably deemed racist today. I'm sorry. It is not that I'm trying to get a pass. It's just the shit that we're seeing has triggered me to not giving a fuck anymore because mm. my counterparts, that being white people, seem to not give a fuck. And not all white people, just the ones who are not allies, the ones who continue to keep their head in a hole not trying to see the problem from another vantage point. Mm. Those are the ones we're talking about. You're the racist. Anyway. Well, I'll be a racist too. We're all racist. Hmm. Um, yeah. Found out it was a fraud. <laughs> and she lost a lot on that situation. And then... I don't give a fuck about her. Um, I'm glad she lost it. But what would have been worse if the police showed up and then just took her story? She weaponized her privilege. She weaponized her skin. That's the worst part. Like, and she knew what she was doing. 
Well, I mean, NYPD cops. We know what's going to happen with that shit. But see, when we say that, people are like, oh, these guys are always using the race car. They're always trying to throw some shit up because they don't want to take accountability of their actions. Whoa, whoa, hold up. This bitch was breaking the law. She's the first one. I she's mean, not doing what she's supposed to do. I mean, honestly, man, all he really did was like, hey, could you leash your dog, please? Like, and this motherfucker was like, you don't tell me what to do. So buddy. Candace Owens came out about this. Oh, yeah, I dropped that gym in, in our group chat. And Candace Owens, bless her little heart. Like, I understand what you're trying to say, baby, but shut the fuck up. Just go over there and suck a dick somewhere. Like, you're not needed in this conversation. I think she is. Oh, let's hear this. You want? Um, no, no, no. I, I and, and I put it in the caption when I dropped it in the group chat. You got to know that the enemy looks like you too. Every skin folk is not your kin folk. Right. All kin folk is not your skin folk. Whatever that saying is. You got to understand that, like, she looks like your typical black woman. Nappy head and everything. <laughs> like, if she would just shut the fuck up, she would be attractive to me. <laughs> <laughs> Candace Owens is really trying to justify whiteness. Yeah, she's trying to justify why she. Well, she tries to in that video. She was like, "I'm not trying to make this a black or white thing. It's a people thing. People need to stop videotaping each other." And then she, I don't know how far in the video you got. I, told, I watched about eight minutes. She told it. a story about her going into a Chipotle without a mask. Where a woman who was, uh, I think, Latino or something like that, mm -hmm. asked her to put on a mask. She said, no, I'm not going to do that. We didn't have to pull cameras out. She was like, I'm going to get my manager. And she was like, you know what? Go get your manager. We're going to figure this out. And she came back and was like, just go ahead and get your order and be gone. And, and she was like, it, nothing ex escalated. Nobody pulled out our cameras. We had a conversation. It was a confrontation. We didn't have to, we didn't have to call the cops. We didn't have to do these things. Now, just Candace Owens on. also said before that that the man did threaten her he said she said that the guy said well you don't want to see what happens next if you oh, don't yeah. miss your dog yeah and she said typically when you hear something like that from a man you don't you, you know what that means i don't i don't either i don't know i mean he had dog treats apparently <laughs> this nigga's bird watching with dog treats he's amazing <laughs> I, i'm just I don't get it, man. No, I, I, you get it. These are excuses. You're oh, you not, talking about Candace with Candace Owens? Yes. Yeah. Uh, like her her stupidity, because I can call it that. I, I was being stupid. Like, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't, but I do it. Her stupidity in this situation is the reason why there is an altercation. Well. Just like Central Park Karen. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Put a dog on the leash. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's the fucking law. I want to see the manager. Um, but you guys have to understand, like, there's a lot of people out here who look just like you and are not for the good. All skin folk ain't your kin folk. And you got to understand that it's just, we're at a point now where I think things have, have taken such a, a, a big turn. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to feel because I'm looking at I'm looking at what's happening. Like mm -hmm. so, we're here with, with we're here now with with the situation that happened in, in George Floyd, Floyd, yeah, in Minnesota, and I keep looking at this shit, man. All right. And 
I let me see how I can get put the words together. I'm not trying to censor. No, nah, it's fine. We we are processing our thought live on the air. We aren't organized to get shit done correctly. I'm. I have a rebuttal, but I'll let you finish. I understand that people are mad. I understand that mm. people are upset. I understand that it's it's a it's an economical situation that goes with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but y'all are fucking up your communities. No, they not. They didn't do well, this in their not, community. It's not just. Say what now? From what I've seen, they didn't do this in their community. Oh, I mean, well, how can I put it? They are damaging property. If you look at, yeah, I mean, looking at this, man, I get it in Minnesota. But this kind of branched off into different places in the United States. That has been my question for the last couple hours. And my problem is we're not really going to the source. The source is in Minnesota. Mm. Why can't we all gather? Oh, well, uh, we're quarantined. Sorry. Oh, wait. We're not. Oh, that shit didn't matter. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Racial injustice? Fuck COVID. The shit that you heard in the beginning of the show was Killer Mike talking to Atlanta. Mm. Now, it was a problem. People, they went and started looting and rioting and shit in Atlanta. And Killer Mike is saying, yo, like, if you haven't heard the full speech, Killer Mike goes into his speech talking about we've always handled our shit accordingly. Atlanta ain't do shit. We didn't do nothing. And you guys are burning this, trying to burn this place down. And I understand you mad, but we handled ours here. We handled our shit here. We handled it in Atlanta. Um, and it seems like everywhere, Los Angeles, LA, they got, they burning, they rioting in LA. And they're rioting, I mean, they're, they're rioting in a lot of different places right now. Right. And I'm trying to understand, like, are we going to burn our shit to the... Because there are a lot of black businesses that are getting destroyed yes. in this shit. And, and, and I'm saying, you got to understand that your people who started a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. it was a hard road to get to where they are now. And for you to take food out their mouth and, and money out of their pocket, I understand that you're upset, man. I'm pissed. I hate this shit. This shit is fucking stupid. But when you fuck your own people, like when that person can't go to their their place of business and make a living for their family anymore, right. like we ain't thinking about, we're not thinking about the injustice that they did. We're being fucking selfish. And once Sean was like, you're a spoiled American. Because I want to get out of the house. I want to do all these things. Yeah. And... We're so selfish in the things that we do sometimes, man. Like, we don't think about how... Like, a lot of these people have families to feed. And their day-to-day operations is what keep their household going. I get it, man. You are pissed the fuck off and you want to fucking do shit. But hmm. when you organize and you come up with a fucking plan to do it correctly and not fuck up somebody... You fucking your own people up. What do we do, Cole? What, what, what do we do in this situation? Not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> It was triggering me. Yeah, what I do mean, we do in this situation? We tried to be peaceful. You know, they told us this is not the time. This is not the place. You don't st- you don't take a knee during the fucking anthem. You get up and you play ball, boy. And then we, we, we go out here. We protest. 
We're sit, We're tired of the injustices. We're tired of going over the same shit every fucking time. You kill a black guy. Nothing has happened. No due process. No arrest. Mm. Have a nice day. Get the fuck out of here, darky. So when we protest peacefully, they don't take us seriously. When we protest, when it gets a little violent, then we become thugs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So what do we do? We 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 have tried every fucking solution you can possibly think of. And I'm I'm getting amped already. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 not saying not do it. I'm saying organize better. Okay, and, and that, that's that all is I'm that, asking. I, I get you, but let me explain where I came into this conversation with this. So, in one of my group chats, um, a, a friend of mine dropped in the video of people setting buildings on fire, and I was like, "This was my comment." I said, "People are mad at the protesters for expressing themselves and destroying property, but they making comments like." Why was the black dude resisting? And then I said, I'm tired of this BS. And it's like, and then I seen a couple of memes. There's like, have you seen this meme where it's like, you're telling me this nigga can't breathe and they show a picture of his mm-hmm. wide nose, right. big lips and all this kind of shit. This is like some racist bullshit that right. they're spreading on Facebook. And then I'm like, look at this. We just want to be treated like everybody else. Why is this so hard for people to understand? And then one of my homeboys said, how about they go and set the police stations on fire Target didn't have anything to do with them. And then I said, Target doesn't have any guns on their hips of all of its employees. And you know what happened a couple hours later? They set the motherfucking police station on fire. Yeah. People are frustrated. We've been cooped in the house for months. Some people don't have jobs. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have an actual outlet. They're already stressed. Everything you see is negative and probably to the, the worst degree. Right. Coronavirus. You got unemployment. You got President Trump. You got murders happen week after week after week of people that look like you and I. Mm-hmm. There is no resolution. There is no, no outlet. There is no ray of hope in any of this shit. Mm-hmm. People just needed an outlet. This is how they're venting. This is them expressing themselves. So I get it. But. At the same time, I don't know. We don't have an I don't have an answer. There's nothing that I can think of that would help this. But you cannot getting back to what you're saying. We can't we can't get aggravated and angry about the mob of people going out here protesting when they've tried it every other way. You know what I'm saying? Like I, just, I I'm not mad at I'm the not people. mad at You were saying organized. I'm 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 at, so you have to understand this too, and this is a lot of shit. I've been on a lot of social media this past week, and and the reason why I'm calling for organization is because, believe it or not, y'all have a lot of infiltrators. Kind of going back to the Candace Owens situation mm-hmm. of her being a black woman that looks like me and you. You got a lot of infiltrators in your fucking protest and rioting who are doing shit and making it look like I've seen several videos online of white of white people or people who are darker tone that aren't black that are spraying things and it's coming off as black people doing this shit well if you're better organized you know and i'm not saying you can account for everybody but mm-hmm. i think you know an infiltrator when you see one mm-hmm. if you're better organized doing these pro and i'm not look man hey all i'm saying is if we put things together in the right way like killer mike actually posted a video of how people over in and i think it was korea or china how they organize their protests. They still get shit done. They lower, they have, they lowered the amount of people who get arrested by simple things like 
people giving hand signals. They've uh, had mm-hmm. people had different type of hand signals to make sure they get food. They've had people who are two steps ahead of the police. So when the police show up at a certain spot, nobody's Ooh, there. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro, like. What's wrong with being a little bit organized with some of this shit? So a lot of things don't come off as we're doing these things. There are people in the midst of your fucking riots who are not a part. They're not a part of what you're doing. Right. They're a part of making you look bad. And and I agree with you. Organizi- organizing this would be the key. Unfortunately, that is the easiest way to have this whole movement co-opted. You don't want a... It's better in my eyes, from my perspective, for it to be pockets of resistance than one main group that's resisting that can easily be knocked over. Because when you have everybody out there doing their own thing, there's chaos. There's no way to control this. This is pure, unadulterated America. Mm. This is the people speaking from their heart. They're like, look, y'all motherfuckers is doing some shit that is not right. We need to change this shit today. And this is America showing their muscle of America. We out there. No guns. We out there, well, we, I'm not out there. The people are out there mm-hmm. saying, I'm upset and I want y'all to make a change. I got it. It's going to get way worse if people start arming themselves and going out there and like, look, if y'all don't do something, we're going to make a change today. Mm. When you have a group like Al Sharpton, when he goes out there and try to spit his message, you already know it's some bullshit. Nobody wants this dude to do anything. Get the fuck out of here. We don't need you. We've had you. You didn't do anything. So I like the Black Lives Matter movement, but at the same time, we don't know where that shit came from either. That shit is... It, well, most of them are have been killed off anyway. Well, yeah. and Most of the originators have been killed off. Right. Mysteriously. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when, when you have a movement like this, that when somebody can easily swoop in, like George Soros, his money's all over the Black Lives Matter. Mm. That could be some conspiracy shit. I don't know. Mm. That nigga name is in everything that's nefarious that's happening in the world. Right. So I'm just saying... Get the fuck away from me. We got this. Let the people speak for themselves. I agree with you. It needs to be organized. At this point and at this moment, a list of demands need to be read off. What the people want that's going to make them go back inside needs to be read off. Mm. Now, where do you get that message? Where do you spread that from? Is it Twitter? Should we have an online debate about everybody? Because it's going to be so much noise that nothing is going to be focused. I posted last night and I deleted it this morning because I was like, ah, this ain't the time. I said it's okay to question everything that's going on. It's okay to be upset and angry, but we need to focus. We need to have a, a list of demands. It is time you ask for what you want. Most people are upset about the guys not being arrested. Still ain't arrested. Well, they arrested at the, at one. At the time of the recording. Oh, he's out on $500,000 bail? I mean, he's out. That's America. He only got charged with third degree. You know, that's America. But they do that all the time. That's yeah. normal. I mean, let me, I'm going I'm to I'm probably sound really fucking heartless when I say this shit, but I'm going to say it anyway. We have been, this has been a wash, rinse, repeat for the last 10 years, bro. Yes. Like, that's not heartless, this, my nigga. This, that, that's, that's on purpose. That we, we have, but that's the thing. Somebody gets killed. We get mad. We test shit the fuck up and go back to status quo. Right. And to be completely honest with you, now here's where the crazy cold comes in at. Segregation is is what I want. If you ain't talking about segregating, if you ain't talking about putting together a a, a, a group of people that we vote together to give those list of demands to the people who are up in Congress so we can get... we Y'all asking for people to give you empathy that don't even understand us. 
They don't understand who we are. They steal from us. They do all of these things. We can build our own society and thrive. Now, yes, of course, I know it's going to take forever. And I know I'm probably sounding hotep and oh, that crazy cold. He's, I, no, I don't but, think it's hotep. But we're asking, we've been asking for years for people to give us equality who don't even understand us or respect us. What? I, all right. I, I disagree with you about segregation, but that's another story. There, the issue here, I think the main problem that we're, we're facing is what are we mad about? Are we mad about the injustices, like a black man being killed by a white police officer? Are we mad about abuse of power? From what I've seen, it's abuse of power. Hmm. It's always the police against us. So it's an us against them mentality. Now, I Let can't me stop you real quick because. Central Park can wasn't the police. I know. And she had a shit ton of power if nobody recorded. But that nobody shit. died in that situation. But either. it could. But it we could know, have. We know. We know. Yeah, yeah we know. It could have escalated real. That could have been a fourth motherfucker. That could have been, been the Emmett Till ass. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing that out. And then they would have found oh, this guy. He was stalking birds. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. Such a black and evil person. Yeah. He kills cats. <laughs> Jesus. Don't fuck with cats. So when I'm when I'm getting to is I think the issue here is abuse of power because there's black police officers following the rule of the law, doing the same shit that those white guys are doing. Mm -hmm. Though we don't hear about it as often, but you see them in the riots and in the protests, they knocking out people on the street. Black dude hit a white... I seen a video the other day, a black police officer knocked out a black woman that slapped a white cop. I was so confused by this shit. Because the police, that's gang. Nigga. That's what I'm saying. This is the that's heart of gang. the issue. That's gang. Nigga. That is the heart of the issue when you ask me. Hmm. Now, how did we get here? How did the police become such a terrible thing that they are? There's stormtroopers in America. But they can shoot. <laughs> These motherfuckers, they've been training. Man, that's a bad joke. <laughs> that's a horrible joke. <laughs> God damn. Um, I don't know, man. We go back to the same thing every other year. We get we get afraid, we get mad, then we get afraid, then we know the cops, the police are are doing what they what they are what they've always done. In my as as long as I've been growing up, this is status quo for me. Yeah, status fucking quo. I agree. In this situation, I think it's a little different because social media is actually being used. You're with the Central Park Karen situation you got a little bit more perspective. Like the things that Rodney King was talking about and the things that everybody's been talking about, if you're black in this, in this society, you're treated different. People are, you know, they have their own biases. Mm -hmm. What we saw in live and in color was a woman rationalizing that she has the upper hand on another person in America and she can use the system in her own benefit mm -hmm. to get this guy to leave her the fuck alone. Because she didn't want to do what was lawfully the right. right thing. The guy, you can ask people to put a leash on your animal. I don't know what the dog was doing. The dog didn't look vicious. The dog didn't look like it was going to hurt anything. But at the same time, hey, man, if you feel threatened, I don't like white women jogging around me. That's just me. Mm. I see a white woman in the fucking store. I, I go somewhere else. I'm being racist at the moment. That's me. But I'm a big no, nigga that. You're being smart. Exactly. I <laughs> fit. It. I always fit the description, my nigga. <laughs> He's got a hat on and it's backwards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Look at him. He's six seven. No, I'm not. <laughs> six seven. Please. Three hundred and twenty pounds. Those big old hands. Look at him. Those nigga hands. And then you show up to hook hook her up the next day. Nah, nah, I ain't going in. Fuck that. Plenty of times I've been alone with a white woman. I'm like, nope, on my mm. P's and Q's. See you later. Um, but no, we we saw a lady actually rationalize and use her race against everybody else. She was just like, you know what? Fuck this nigga. No, weaponized, my sir, my good man. Okay. She weaponized she that. Weaponized please, please say weaponized because that's what she did. She weaponized it. She was like, oh, "You're a big black guy. Okay, I got you. I'm a white woman with a phone, Trump card." Mm. And then the black dude was like, "Look, I'm recording you. Do whatever you want to do. People will see this." And we saw it. And when I shared this on social media, I feel like the man. This is another <laughs> divide in the nation of where social media. Shows you the ones who are your allies and your enemies. Not, I ain't gonna call them enemies, but the allies and the people who are not willing to look at it from you another. You know point. who who you know who not gonna help you exactly. And a lot of people were sitting there. I can't see how you can be divided on this. I when can. You, how? Because people grow up a certain way and see things the same way and never look outside of that. Man, you ain't never lie. They never look outside of that. They never think outside of that box that they those blinders that they've been put on mm-hmm, since they mm-hmm. were fucking kids. Mm-hmm. They never look outside of that. So of course they're going to be like, I don't see the problem. Would you say that's because they're not like mixing and mingling with people? No, it's because it's been embedded in them hmm. since they were a child. This... I, I said, how did we I said get that this, out of them? I said this a week ago. I think I said it last episode or two episodes ago. This shit is hereditary, my nigga. Mm. And some of those, some of those things, some of the things that are hereditary are some of the hardest chains to break. Right. You can't break something that's been embedded in you since you was you was three years old. I and think so. Let me just say, let me say something else too, by the way, while I'm on this, and this is kind of like a side topic or whatever. We keep <laughs> we keep talking about this shit going down. And y'all really kind of fail to realize that a lot of these people have been training their kids since they were able to hold something in their hand. We want this shit to go down. I, I feel you if you want it to go down, but you got to understand a lot of these, a lot of these, these families, these dooms. Call they it prepping, out, man. These dooms, a lot of these white, white people. people <laughs> these white families, these dooms, they prepping motherfuckers mm-hmm. have been training since they were three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got guns. We got guns too. But who, who they've been training their kid? They they start hunting when they're four or five years old. Understand? Right. They got a little bit of an advantage, not much, but they got a little bit of an advantage. Well, the, the issue with that is there's a lot of good old black boys out there who know how to hunt and they can stab a pig and all that kind of stuff. But I get what you're saying. A lot of black people are in more urban areas like the city area right. and those cities usually don't have laws that are indicative of them living like the gun culture lifestyle and some of these families train for they training for the government they ain't training for black folks right right they're training for it to take on the government when it if you i don't know if you've ever heard of doomsday purpose hey when it goes down brother i'm ready nah fuck them doomsday they're purpose. they're talking about when the government falls and we got to go against them, we're ready to fight them. Them same doomsday preppers was at the fucking courthouse arguing about wearing a fucking mask. Bitch, you supposed to have been trained for this. Fuck out of oh. here. But y- your point is valid. <laughs> it's very valid. I'm not poo-pooing it or anything. No, it's cool. I, like, I, I was trying to let you get back to your what oh, you were saying. I don't know what the fuck I be saying. I be saying that shit. <laughs> what I'm saying in this situation is 
I feel like the main crux of the argument is corruption. We have abuse of power. We have police officers who are never held at the same requirements that citizens are. Mm-hmm. You know, they can do whatever they want to do, and then they try to cover up whatever the bullshit they de- they've done. I I went down a rabbit hole of how do we get here? Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. You went down this rabbit hole for what reason? To better educate yourself about what's happening? Yes. To look at both sides of things? Nah, that shit's dead. I don't give a fuck about the other side. So you just wanted to be a lot more prepared of uh, the understanding of where these things are coming from. Right. I'm so done with trying to be a fair and balanced podcaster. (laughs) I've tried. I'm just saying. This shit has done nothing but alienate me from my friends. What I'm saying is. I'm saying as easy as you did that, I think a lot more people could do that. They don't give a fuck. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) We care. They don't give a fuck. They know they can separate themselves. And this is what I was going to get to about. Can you separate yourself? No. And I don't want to separate myself. Why not? Because I feel like. Why not? Because I feel like this world is better when we all come together. As cliche as it might sound. Everybody adds something to the table. It's this shit is the original Thanksgiving. Indians on that side, America, uh, pilgrims on the other side, and blankets fall. You got damn right, pig in the blankets. If you ask me, <laughs> yeah. See, I, you know, I can do that that quick. Hey, huh? I can't wait to go to your church. <laughs> I can't wait to get to your church uh, every good. Sunday. And we ain't doing every Sunday. All oh, coming. Even God took a day off, my nigga. I'm coming every Sunday to your church. <laughs> What this nigga gonna say you today? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I just did a podcast with his ass. <laughs> I'm gonna study your ass. <laughs> oh, Reverend Shogun about to get into it now. Nah, you're gonna be the guest speaker. And then, speaker. then I'm gonna I'm I'm nudge the person next to you. This is where the collection comes in. <laughs> watch, watch. Time. Watch. <laughs> and now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nigga, pass that collection Collection plate plates drop down from the ceiling like a fucking repelling team. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, but nah, because you can't spread it around. I would have to have multiples like dropping down like. Oh, you can afford it. Oh, yeah, I can. But your, your church, you will. <laughs> we trying to buy a ticket to heaven. We gonna, $500 We pop. still going to be trying to get that church roof. Oh. <laughs> we going to try to get the roof of the church. We ain't got to have, There's <laughs> no roofs in this because we have no limits. <laughs> Directly to God. <laughs> The roof fine. Now you're gonna be the you gonna be the church pastor that try to get a bell for the church. A bell? <laughs> what I need a bell for? Exactly. I got an iPhone. Exactly. <laughs> we know where that money goes. Yeah, straight to my house. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you gotta throw a little bit of jokes. In yeah, man. Side. We 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 gotta break up the monotony. <sighs> so so what you were saying was segregation. I don't believe segregation is the key, mm. but it is very hard to exist in today's society when the other side don't even give a fuck about you. I don't care. And so if you don't give a fuck about me, why do I give a fuck about you? I get it. I just don't think as a people, like the human race, we are only better when we come together. Mm. We're like an ant colony. Well, shit, that's a bad mixture. <laughs> if you mix two different ant colonies together, they're going to fight and kill Plus each other. Plus they're a monarchy because they have a queen. Yeah. Mm. 
The only let me just say this. I'm I'm a, let me let me put a little bit, and I haven't thought this all the way through. And this is me. It's fine to my, not my, be right about everything. No, no, no. I ain't trying to be right. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I'm trying to explain like where my thinking is. Okay. I'm just looking at it as a standpoint of this. I know that we are in a society that is based on what capitalism. Capital. I understand that black people spend the most. Got that capital. Um, I also understand the situation of us taking our taking our money. When you take away our money, when you take away our culture, mm. when you take away the things, the the work that we put into this country, and you leave it to the other side, and you take away the gratitude. You, they, they got a lot of shit they got to do where we can build and we can structure things. We can police ourselves a whole hell of a lot better. And I'm not saying every black person is for the cause for real, Hmm. but what I'm saying is we can police ourselves better than they can. We've been asking these people to, we had to fight to get fucking rights to to vote with them. We can police ourselves better. We can handle things better between ourselves i also feel like if we got to do some trading and 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 embargo shit with them we can do that shit too whatever the fuck we need to fucking do to self to self-serve ourselves and be i'm tired of asking for acceptance from people who don't understand me that's what i'm saying everything that i see you don't think they understand us no, I, I think don't. they do. I think no, they've I studied us hard enough. They've learned us. They've conditioned us into this situation. To make profit. Where they don't give a fuck about us. They know exactly what's happening. They, they have studied care. us to make profit from us, man. Anybody, and I'm not saying all white people are like this, but I really do feel like you you study me, you learn me, and you befriend me to take from me. And that's just me being Damn. a paranoid motherfucker. They some Justin Timberlakes. They, some, they worse than that. Damn. Elvis Presley, goddammit. Oh, shit. I just feel like, man, like we it's so I I keep I know I said this before, but it's just wash, rinse and repeat, bruh. And to be honest with you, stop asking. Let's put the, if, if they if you want your reparations and goddamn it, let's Ooh. put a coalition together. Tell them to give us a piece of this fucking country and let us do what the fuck we do best so, and make that shit work. So you you took me to where I wanted to go naturally in the conversation. This is the best commercial for reparations there could possibly be. You know why? Because everything that happened from the police officer apparently killing this guy stemmed from money. The black dude apparently either had a a bogus check or some counterfeit money. Apparently it was a fake so the the amount of money has been different too. It's either been a fake $10 bill or a fake $20 bill. That's enough to kill you? At the end of the day, they found out the money wasn't even counterfeit. The money Wait, wasn't even what? counterfeit. It, it was a real bill. What? You gotta be joking. There was a real bill. His shit was straight. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, let's let's go to. I got some shit to get us here. Um, Dr. Martin Luther King said something that's very poignant and and right on time. Um, it's amazing how this was spoken sixty years ago. Is it sixty years? It was in the 1960s. How about that? Well, it's, it's, it's 1960 now. Shit, apparently. Where's the dogs in the, in the think, fucking... Where's the dogs in the hoses? I think America must see that riots do not develop out of thin air. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. 
But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. What is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. It has failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. And it has failed to hear that large segments of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. And so in a real sense, our nation's summers of riots are caused by our nation's winters of delay. And as long as America postpones justice, we stand in the position of having these recurrences of violence and riots over and over again. Social justice and progress are the absolute guarantors of riot prevention. Man. Man, goddamn. How could that be spoken then and it's still legit today? Because ain't shit changed, Joe. I agree. Motherfuckers don't care. They don't don't care, man. And and to be honest with you, I, I don't really fucking... I don't really fucking understand why we expect thing people to care. Why do we expect the other side to really give a fuck about us, man? They profit off of us all the fucking time. Because they keep coming to us acting like they need us. They Well, no. That's not an act. They need us. Okay. Well, if you need us. They need us. You need to understand that having us here is going to come with a cost. You're half of a man, by the way. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a whole man. No. No, 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 no. No. Three fifths, mm-hmm. one half, mm-hmm. nigga, two thirds, mm-hmm. whatever a quarter or a bird is, <laughs> nigga, you are not. Those papers up in, in Washington, uh-huh. that ain't for you. That ain't for me. Okay. So I'm not a man. You're, you know, you're like three fourths or whatever. Ask like your wife this. about me. But so, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a video that came out that showed, uh, the George Floyd situation in a whole nother uh, scenario. Uh, it says additional video shows George Floyd was not resisting arrest as the police claimed. Wait, what? Surveillance camera footage from a nearby. Goddamn, what are these pop ups? From a nearby restaurant shows a new angle of the arrest of George Floyd, which ultimately led to the man's death. The video, which is obtained by CBS News, was posted on Twitter yesterday. This angle shows Floyd in handcuffs sitting on sitting against a wall when he is lifted in a standing position by an officer. The second officer comes over Two officers then walk Floyd towards the car, which where the video ends. So I'm not sure how he ended up on the ground. Do you know? I do. Okay. They have another video showing that he was in the back of a police car and they beat the fuck out of him, <laughs> drug him out the car. Wait, what? And, and then that's when they fucking, they had him cuffed in the back of the car. What on earth could a handcuffed man do to make you snatch him out of a you're car? You're dangerous. I'm handcuffed. No, you're a dangerous black man. My hands are restrained no, no, by these cuffs. No, you can break out of those. I'm, haven't I'm you Superman? Read, haven't you read the, the manifesto? If I'm Superman, why? Thank you, Joe Biden. If I'm Superman, why can I not just no, bust these cuffs can. and beat your ass and get the fuck out you of here? You can. Oh wait, maybe that's because I'm complying. Because no, I'm already, you're not. No, look. Once you get in the back of that car and you say I don't want to go to jail, you're resisting. Yeah. Okay. So now I gotta like make you understand. Nah, that you, you don't go to have to. I'm, no, I'm no, already no, behind the door. No, no and I do. Clothes, no. cuffs, seatbelt, no, zip. No, clothes. you're dangerous. How? 
because you're a black man who could break out of these cuffs. You're more dangerous than me. You have a gun and you no, don't know how to use you it. You can resist bullets. You didn't read the manifesto. I can resist bullets. Yes. Yeah, I read. Uh, this is a Snyder cut. <laughs> okay. Okay. Black suit. And just like the, the mustache, man. you're just trying to erase me. Yeah, I went there. I went there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top that, nigga. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> well. All right. <laughs> we can't be serious for shit. No, I'm, I'm glad. In times like this, we need comedy. That's yeah. why I didn't want to do it. Like, we talked on the phone last night, and I was like, I don't want to do a serious show. I ain't want to either, but it's so many different mixed emotions that I have. It's so but many emotions. I agree with you. What, why? What? What more did you need to do to this guy when you had him cuffed? Well, we can have three other officers come over and hold him down with my knee across his neck. Snyder now, cut. <laughs> no, that was a snuff cut. <laughs> it's a snuff film, my nigga. So what I saw when I first seen this, I posted on Facebook. I was like, "Yo, I thank my old martial arts instructor," and I said, "Look." The lesson that you taught us in class, I remember vividly. He said, when you seduce somebody and you hold them down, a good technique to hold them where they can't get up is to put your knee on the back of their neck right there. But he emphasized and made sure that you do not put your full weight on somebody because that can, you know, constrict their neck and stop their airway where they can no longer breathe. Mm. I said, man, I thank you for teaching us this. This is exactly what you're talking about. And he was like, yeah, I do remember that. And unfortunately, this is poor technique. This is a terrible technique. Then we find out that this technique isn't isn't even trained. Isn't even allowed. But this motherfucker is doing this shit. Now, I don't know if you've seen this video or not, but they had a video, and I'm on social media way too much. It's fine, they had man. a video of several police from different places Doing the same knee, saying doing the same knee, saying hey, we do it too. We don't kill nobody. Or do they kill people? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, but it's but you can see from a, the picture from a lot of from from what I've seen, this is some type of standard practice for a lot of cops. Not saying every cop does it. Well, you can put your knee in their back, and I'm not saying if that's standard or not. But if you put your knee on their back, they can't move. You can still look up. Like you never want to have both your legs down, like right. your knees on the ground. You want to have one up, so just in case you need to move quick. You can just sprint up or pop up. Right. But putting your knee and your whole weight on somebody and the guy's like, hey, I can't breathe. Please. Common sense would say, hey, let me get the fuck off this dude so he can breathe. There was no common sense. Mm -mm. So it's a little hard for me to understand a peacekeeper not keeping the peace. When's the last time a, a, a cop has been a peacekeeper? Never. Not in my lifetime. Hmm. We got we got we got too much. These people who are are police have way too much power. Yes. They have way too many options to take us out. Where we don't have a fighting chance. Yes. So I forgot who I was listening to. Another podcast, somebody was saying that back in his day, they had the chokehold. And it was many people who got knocked out and killed because the police would put them in a chokehold mm-hmm. and hold it too long. This is not something new, but it's not acceptable. Uh, Chris Rock, somebody's been posting all, all kinds of videos and shit. They had a, a joke where Chris Rock was like, 
you have to be perfect at your job at all times, especially like this is one of those jobs, like being a police officer. You have to be perfect at your job at all times. We just can't accept like, you know, one apple spoils a whole bunch. In this situation, he compared like a police officer to a pilot. If a pilot's not perfect on his whole job and that bitch don't land, <laughs> one apple don't spoil the whole bunch, nigga, you killed everybody. Like, that shit ain't cool. Damn, that shit is... I'm not trying to laugh. But that shit is... is yeah, it, That shit real as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And I fucked the joke up. <laughs> you should hear it from him. <laughs> like, I was that like, That shit, shit real as fuck. Like, bro, nigga, like, actually, let me find this like, shit. Uh, you know what? <laughs> let me find that. I'm, Unless I'm, you did Zell. Denzel flipped that bitch. Denzel was like, "Oh, I'm gonna say these motherfuckers." Yo, what kind of play was that? Was that one of them? Uh, was that that Boeing seven forty seven? I think so. <laughs> if if it was a Boeing nigga, and that nigga was drunk off vodka. <laughs> hey, I understand. God damn, Denzel. Let me see if I can find this, Chris. Oh my god, it's, it's weird, man. It's weird, you know, this whole thing with the cops, man. Because you know, as a black man, you have a you know, especially a grown black man. I have a weird relationship with the cops, man. Like on one hand, I'm a black man, so I'm like, fuck the police. <laughs> and on the other hand, I own property. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if somebody comes and breaks in my house, I'm not calling the Crips. Oh, <laughs> uh, yo Crips, can you send little JJ down? <laughs> oh, he's here already. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I mean, here's the thing with the cops, though. I mean, being a cop's a hard job, man. It's a hard fucking job, man. I mean, honestly, I don't think they pay cops enough. I don't think they pay police enough. And you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> cops gun down an innocent black man, they always say the same things, man. They always say the same thing. It's like, well, it's not most cops. It's just a few bad apples. It's just a few bad apples. Bad apple. That's a lovely name for murderer. <laughs> it's like, how'd they get that one? Bad apple. That almost sounds nice. I mean, I've had a bad apple. It was tart but it didn't choke me out. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know it's hard being a cop. I know it's hard. I know that shit's dangerous. I know it is, okay? But some jobs can't have bad apples, okay? Some jobs, everybody got to be good. Like pilots. <laughs> you know? American Airlines can't be like, you know, most of our pilots like to land. <laughs> we just got a few bad apples that like to crash in the mountains. Please bear with us. It's just, it's the point where we need accountability. We, we can't have this shit to continue to happen. Or people are like, oh, you know, it just happens if they would stop resisting, this wouldn't happen to those people. Like, a man was handcuffed and then beat up, apparently, snatched out the car, and then 
they put a knee on his neck and killed him. Just like, like that one man who was selling cigarettes in the front of a store. Yeah. Or just like that one woman who was just kind of sitting in her living room enjoying so playing video games with her nephew. Or that Got one guy. Popped through the window. Or that one guy who was like just kind of driving. And got pulled over by yeah. the police. Well, you remember that killed. one guy who was eating ice cream and the lady walked through his front door and mm. shot him? Shot him. Yeah, shit. Where is she at now? How many months? <laughs> Two, three years? How many years? So this is another thing that I think is making people upset. George Floyd autopsy shows no sign of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation <sighs> attributing to death and being restrained. His underlining health conditions and potential intoxicants in his system. So as I tried to struggle to read through this, they had some bullet points. And one of the bullet points says a criminal complaint against a former Minneapolis police officer, Derek Cullivan, shows that George Floyd was non-responsive for nearly three minutes before Cullivan took his knee off his neck. The complaint also cited that Preliminary autopsy reports that shows that there was no physical findings that supported the diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia. Instead, Floyd died from a combined effort of being restrained. <laughs> what? Combined effort of being restrained, comma, his underlying health conditions, comma, and potential intoxicants in his system. What? What? So I guess the knee didn't kill him, huh? The knee on the back of his fucking neck. So in this, they didn't just kill him, right? He just had shit. He was drunk. He's just a drunk nigga. How many niggas okay. fuck around? I'm one of those drunk niggas. I get. I like to drink sometimes. Pre- I've never got blackout drunk where I died. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never seen anybody get blackout drunk and died and was like, "Yo, man, that shit was fucked up." Your dad drunk so much that he died right here. So, okay. I can't. This is the coroner. Combined effects of being restrained. Underlying health conditions. No, no, no. The first thing that was there, combined efforts of being restrained. What does that mean? (laughs) Combined (laughs) efforts. That means multiple, more than one together. There was three cops on this one dude. Four. Four? Oh. Well, it was four cops there. Yeah, it was the fourth guy which is over there checking Facebook or whatever the fuck he was doing. Not doing his job. He's putting in. Hey, his, guys, let's not. Hold. Putting, in, putting in his order for his, for his Indian food, I guess. Yeah, probably for his OnlyFans, too. Mm. We killed a nigga again. Um, Ding. How do you get the autopsy report to say that the video of where we saw this dude with a knee on his neck for eight to nine minutes didn't have shit to do with him dying? Ask China. Ask China, <laughs> the president says. <laughs> Fuck Trump, man. Ask China. Uh, did you know this? So, yeah, I seen this. Okay. So when I seen this, I thought back to when this first happened, mm. and the whole force was in front of this guy's house protecting him. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Does this happen normally? When they have a, a, a officer involved shooting, do they all just go to this nigga house and be like, "Yo, man, we got your back." Yeah, I mean, no, I'm saying, yeah, like I'm no, not. No, they like, don't do that. that. Yeah. No, I'm saying, yeah, they don't, they don't do that. Yeah, so why they do it this time? And now we get, we get this. Well, hmm, kind of correlates it? with each other. Why, they, why, why y'all here? It's he, not like he y'all was afraid for his life. He was getting death threats. What death threats? Because he killed somebody? 
I mean, there's clearly underlying conditions that was here that. What is intoxicants was, in his body? He was a drunk nigger. <laughs> Why? That's what he was. I, okay. He was okay. a drunk nigger. Let him be that a guy dr- that tried to pay with a counterfeit ten dollar, twenty dollar check. Yeah. Because we the story's changed fifty times. Yeah. And he just he was belligerent mm-hmm. and he fucking resisted when I told him to get in the fucking car. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't want to go to jail, officer. Oh, he's resisting. He's breaking his cuffs. Mm-hmm. Let's beat the fuck out of him and put him on the fucking street and put a knee in his fucking back. Mm-hmm. So did they not hear him saying, hey, I can't breathe. And he started calling for his mother. Clearly in Mississippi, if you can talk, you can breathe. <laughs> my nigga, bro, my nigga. Like when I Clearly seen in Mississippi. when I seen that shit, I was like, "Oh, this nigga trying to die." In, oh no, that's Mississippi. <laughs> well, I know the white people run that part of the state. I understand that nigga is trying to die, and I use nigga fluidly. <laughs> I don't know, but I know. No, you know. No, you know. No, I do. I know. I'm. Well, let me get to my point. <laughs> I don't know, but I know what I do know. Is that they are trying to protect this guy at all fucking costs? They even after the shit. Why? Cause he's a police. Exactly. Nigga. Have you ever been in a gang? Oh, you ain't never been in a gang. I mean, I was blood for a little bit, <laughs> like a weekend. <laughs> so, <whoop. laughs> there you go. Who bopped that? <laughs> you gotta pay your feet again. Nah, actually, the way I got jumped in, I was like, "Hey, man, I want to be down with y'all." So we they went to the school bathroom. We we they all walked in. Look. In elementary, I was a little bit bigger than most of my classmates. So we all walk into the bathroom and they looked at me and they punched me in my chest one time. And it's like, now you win. And then I ain't hang out with them no more. It was so ridiculous. It was the stupidest shit ever. Now you got the juice. It was like fifth grade or some shit. Like this shit didn't even matter. Like I was gang for a day. (laughs) So it is what it is. Um, You been in a gang? No comment. <laughs> no comment. True to this shit, nigga. No comment. I got two bodies under my belt. I, 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 I don't say <laughs> No comment. No, me, comment. no comment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got to understand that they're going to look out for their own. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. They're going to look out for this guy. Yeah. They want to protect him at all. He he ain't even in jail no more. Five hundred what five hundred thousand dollars? Was it the bond? Five hundred thousand? I don't remember how much the bond is. He out. Free. Hmm. Chilling. Wife done divorced him. His wife was like, no, I'm not dealing I with I respect this shit that anymore. lady so hard. She was Asian. Oh give a fuck. No, I no, respect her. She was Asian. I was like, how do you how does this work? Oh yeah. Well, Motherfuckers fetishize other races. You know that. Right? <laughs> so this nigga was like, hey, you know, um, bring your little slanted ass pussy over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, 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 ooh. I ain't even happy with that one. <laughs> I had to cut that. <laughs> Flip the coin. Um shit. <laughs> uh leave it in there. I uh They're just trying to protect their boy, man. Yeah. What's wrong with that? So what's wrong with that? What's is, wrong with protecting my boy, man? It's corruption. It's clear sign of corruption, especially when you don't arrest, especially when what is actually what is the definition of corruption? Hmm. Hmm. It says dishonest or fraudulent conduct by people or by those in power typically involving bribery. That's corruption from hmm. Google. In this situation, I was looking for more of uh, 
if they wouldn't do the same thing for other people, then that's like a clear sign of corruption. Yeah. So if this same scenario happened and the black dude had his knee on the back of a white guy and those three other officers were still there, do you think they would arrest the black dude? Uh-uh. I don't think they would either. That's where the issue is for me is I can separate it being a racial issue to a systematic corruption issue where the police is the problem. Mm -hmm. Now, how did we get to the point where the police have been this crazy and wow, where they just do whatever the fuck they want? (laughs) Since inception, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly enough, yes. (laughs) The police. Now it can go on jeopardy. (laughs) Right. The police was never built to protect us. It was no. built to protect them from us, you know? Wrangle up the blacks. Right. Get the get those blacks out of here. So when I started going back through this, I went down a deep rabbit hole. And I hate to make this political, but fuck it. They made it racist. So <laughs> I bang, went. Bang, bang. Just to jump on the political topic for a second. This is probably the great one commercial for reparations. I said that once. I'll, I'll get into that. Two. This is the greatest alley-oop for Joe Biden. Nigga, if you don't fucking win, you are a shoe in Don't fuck up no more. No. What? You don't think so? I don't think so. Oh, please, and do the, tell. And the reason being is because he's not on, he was not on the forefront of this. He, his, you know what? His, his, <laughs> his statement was reactionary. Uh-huh. Not, not, not. He wasn't a person that was in the beginning of this shit. Mm. His shit came from reactionary. He was reactionary on, and you can look it up when, his speech, it right when the speech came out and when when they started rioting. This was a reaction to what the riots were. Right. This is not his shit. Was not front line, and 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 for every, I'm pissed off because people really feel like if we 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 just got to vote Trump out, be damned of who we have in there. Mm. And to be honest with you, he ain't you, making it no better. But th- Biden is just not the guy. I don't want him in there. <laughs> I, wish y'all, be, I, I wish y'all could have seen his face. He was like, no, he's not the person <laughs> to lead us, bro. We are so enamored. And I'm, I'm not and I'm not backing Trump at all. We're so enamored with trying to get this president out that we're looking at the fucking alternative as a savior. And it's not. Oh man. It's not a savior, bro. Oh, it's another part of us getting fucked up in the game again. Oh, man. You you set them up, I knock them down. So I had this set Shit. for my intro as to how the show was going to open, but I'm glad we didn't do it that way. So, you know, a lot of people have been complaining about the 1994 Crimes Act. Yes. They've been saying Joe Biden was the architect of it. This is part of the problem. So it really focused so in that time, the crack epidemic was really popping off. Right. And so what they were trying to do was the Democrats were being political and they were trying to actually be tough on crime. This was them like, look, the Republicans are going to win this thing if we don't act tough on crime today. So we got to have some sweeping thing that's going to show up that we have strength, that we're hard on crime. Right. So what it did was it made powder cocaine and crack cocaine two separate things mm-hmm. like the, the the charges that you would get for crack cocaine was way higher than the shit that you would get for pure chiba mm-hmm. so 
the crack epidemic was going on. Black people was using crack, selling crack, doing whatever. They was like, we got to get this shit off the streets because these gangs are mm-hmm. ge- grouping up and shooting people. Crime is going through the roof. We got to do something about it. Let me pause real quick. Yeah. Let me add on to this. This is something that, that was adopted from Ronald fucking Reagan, by the way, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me just throw that out there, too. A lot of this shit that, 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 that's, that's happening, that happened with this bill, if you go back and look, do your fucking research, a lot of this shit was adapted from Ronald Reagan, who actually had a lot to do with these these uh, yeah. drug dealers and these people who, who use drugs. Oh, man, the Noriega situation yeah. and fucking uh, Freeway, like how drugs really started coming into the United States and how, was it the CIA or the FBI? The CIA. Man, you would never trust any government after you hear what the shit they were doing. Just wanted to throw some of no, the you, things that, right. they, that they adapted for, for this bill came from Ronald Reagan's and, and uh, you know what? This drug bill, campaign, war on drugs, by the way. This bill also started the, uh, the what is it called, where the, the prisons, the private prisons and all that? Yeah. I don't know what it's There's called. There's a whole name for that yeah, where it's like a whole fleet of niggas owning pri- the private pri- prison industry. Tim this, Gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Gray. Nigga, I'm a nigga with YouTube. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> so here is, is a little rundown of the crimes bill. So let's, let's start this out. I had spent years writing what became known as the Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Democrats right now, especially African-Americans, have really looked back on the 1994 crime bill um, not very fondly. Hillary Clinton herself has come out against it, even though her husband signed it into law. Well, the author of that crime bill was Joe Biden. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Biden's 1994 crime bill, while implementing sweeping gun control, also helped fuel mass incarceration with financial incentives to keep people behind bars. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill is before us. Calls for the death penalty for 40, 51 offenses. A wag in the newspaper recently wrote that something to the effect that Biden has made it a death penalty offense for everything but jaywalking. Biden crime bill. Biden crime bill. The Biden hatch crime bill. As it becomes law, God willing, I hope that we will have ended once and for all this notion that is a hangover from the 60s, that somehow Democrats are weak on crime and Democratic presidents are weak on crime and Republicans are tough on crime. The truth is, Every major crime bill since 1976 that's come out of this Congress, every minor crime bill has had the name of the Democratic senator from the state of Delaware, Joe Biden, on that bill. I like the idea they keep in jail longer. I'm the guy that wrote the bill requiring federal judges to keep people in jail 100% of the time for which they're sentenced, and in notable exceptions, only 85%. So I'm all for tougher enforcement. We wrote the statute saying burning the flag in and of itself is a crime, period. Boom. We changed the law so that if you are arrested and you are a drug dealer under our forfeiture statutes, you can, the government can, take everything you own, everything from your car to your house, your bank account, not merely what they confiscate in terms of the dollars from the transaction that you just got caught engaging in. They can take everything. We have laws in the last several years where we don't allow judges' discretion 
to sentence people. Flat time sentencing. You get caught, you go to jail. We've gone from there all the way up to saying, under the leadership of Senator Thurmond, and I'd like to suggest that I take some small credit for it myself as well, and others, the presiding officer, that there is now a death penalty. And we passed it a couple years ago. If you are a major drug dealer involved in the trafficking of drugs and murder results in your activities, you go to death and a number of other severe penalties back when bill clinton's crime yeah that was the wrong clip but it, <laughs> it was some good shit in there that's why i didn't want to stop it sorry <laughs> what are you about to say no i might cut that but here's the actual one i meant to play <laughs> So 25 years after the 1994 crime bill was enacted, we are still having conversations about the import and significance of the bill. That 1994 crime bill, um, it, it did contribute to mass incarceration in our country. It's important that people remember the context of the political environment in the early 1990s. The other big piece of legislation on Capitol Hill tonight is the crime bill. Now, violent crime peaked in 19. 1991. And the drafters of the bill didn't know that in 1993 and 1994 when they were drafting and signing it. Urban areas, urban cities across the country were ravaged by crack cocaine and Americans were afraid of crime. The 1994 crime bill was signed by President Bill Clinton. You know, this was a pretty significant bill at the time and President Clinton and Senator Biden at the time uh, were right that the bill was significant. The most significant federal effort to deal with violent crime in America that has ever been undertaken. It was important for a Democrat at the time to be seen as taking a significant role in trying to reduce crime and violence in the United States. And at the time, the Congressional Black Caucus was part of the debate around the crime bill. And the Congressional Black Caucus didn't want every provision that was included in this bill. It became clear that the provisions in the 94 crime bill um, were going to be a political compromise. And so the history is much more complicated than is sometimes portrayed by the media. Now, what did the bill do? Just like a lot of political compromises, there was the good and there was the bad. For example, the bill eliminated 19 types of semi-automatic assault weapons. It also provided huge amounts of funding to hire cops. 100,000 cops were funded. It was about $14 million at the time for community policing. The bill also enacted the Violence Against Women Act that provided funding to protect women and victims of domestic violence and crimes against women. But the most pernicious provision of the 1994 crime bill was its $12 billion that was authorized for states across the country that would enact what's called truth in sentencing laws. That funding literally paid states 
to increase the number of prison beds that they allocated for individuals convicted of violent crime in this country to serve 85% of their sentences behind bars. The reason that provision is so important and the reason we're still talking about it today is the federal government essentially subsidized states across the country to build more prisons. So 25 years later, you know, the crime bill is being debated. You stood up and used that tough on crime, phony rhetoric. That, that bill was a huge mistake. There's no question that that crime bill contributed to America's mass incarceration problem. 1994 crime bill, we had a gigantic epidemic in America of violence, particularly in African-American communities. The notion was, was overwhelmingly supported. It was supported by the Black Caucus in the United States Senate, by and large. And the reason that the crime bill comes up so often is, you know, today in 2019, it is hard for so many people to understand why the federal government would pay states to incarcerate more people, given the devastating consequences we know that incarceration causes. But at the time, policymakers felt the need to respond to what they felt was uncontrolled violence. And this bill was was the way that policymakers, that Congress could say, were do something about it. Violent crime and the fear it provokes are crippling our society. The crime bill before Congress. If you want to hear the rest of that, it will be in the description of this episode. So the 94 crime bill increased public or policing and then also it gave states incentives to lock up people. Mm. Also, it criminalized, you know, drugs or disproportionately. It made it where crack cocaine was worse than cocaine. Mm -hmm. So when you have people like us who who don't have opportunities and they were ravaged by the crack cocaine epidemic, they're selling it, they're smoking it, they're doing whatever. Now they're being policed more by all these cops that they have in their society. Right. They're being thrown in jail more where they got to now, you know, do 80 percent of the shit, 80 to 100 percent of the time that they, they've been given. Yeah. Um, it kind of creates a society or a scenario of where the police are just going to treat you different because you might be one of those criminals. You might have drugs on you. You are one of those criminals. Well, yeah. In guilty, this, guilty, my friend. In this scenario, you can see some of that same stuff happening through what just happened with George Floyd. Like, now they're worried about what was in his system. It doesn't fucking matter to me. The guy was in handcuffs. What is all this money and training for if these motherfuckers can't even seduce somebody who's already under control? You have said on this show... They are not being trained correctly. No. Okay. Yes. If you don't know that you're choking somebody when they're saying, hey, I can't breathe, something's wrong. You have several, you have said several times on this show that these policemen are scared. Yes. They are undertrained. They are, they just don't get it. They don't. And I'm kind of tired of that excuse. I'm, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I'm tired of it too because you clearly saw what was going on. Like, how are they so smart at figuring out ways of not being arrested but not saving lives? Like, it's kind of hard for me to be like, oh shit, it was justified. When, you know, you have somebody like a Dylan Roof who shoot up a school, 
and gets taken to Burger King or whatever to get some food on his way to the precinct. Like, all right, Dylan, I know you had a hard day. You know, you shot up some niggas, but let's go get you a number one. I'm hungry. You hungry? Yeah, let's go get some. But it goes back to kind of what you said earlier in the show. It's not about the, well, I ain't gonna say you didn't say it was not about the race, but you're saying it's more about power than it is the race, racism it's, part. It's all of it. I don't want to look at it from the race, but shit's blatant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I can be the one that says, nah, nah, America's great. Nah, nigga, this shit's blatant. It's in your fucking face, nigga. Because when they, when they won't treat... They do treat a lifestyle violation? Most definitely. <laughs> the most egregious lifestyle violation, my nigga. Good call. <laughs> so when you see that the police... Okay, so what happened was they also said in that, in that clip, one or two that I played, that the violence of the crack epidemic peaked in the 1993. It was on the downcline when this bill was ratified and put in there. So now you got all these guys who are now being hired, they're being trained, they're forcing them to go out there, police 14 these million, weren't it? Then they say yeah. $14 million to, to, to pay police. So you got all this going on, and the crime wave is going down, so it's looking like, hey, we guys are doing a good job. Like, this shit is, is working. Mm-hmm. Let's add more to it. And more. And more. And then also, the gang violence in America started dropping down, too. So there's less and less gangs, but they want more and more police because it's being effective. No more gangs, but an influx of police. Now we have a threat with no no violence or no issue to to go out there. So of now course. now they're just policing people for nonviolent crimes. Of course, drugs. You're funding the biggest gang in America. Well, this is creating the biggest gang in America. Well, when you can seize a drug dealer, like whatever he has, you can take all that. Well, shit. We should go after these drug dealers who got all this money and yeah. whatnot. We have an incentive now. So what's happening here is we. we I wonder went, how that violence against women went over, too, by the way, because I didn't see a lot of wife beaters going to jail that uh, those at those times. <laughs> which domestic violence typically in white homes are. I think a higher percentage than it is in black homes, but you know you can fact check me if you want. Man, <laughs> we know. <laughs> Shit, nigga, me. go to sleep. <laughs> you gonna wake up to some grits, nigga, and it's not gonna be on your plate. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, just check these white homes and check, check the white white people on the the domestic violence shit and per, their percentages versus ours. Our mutual friend Red has a saying: twenty six apples. Mm. 26 No, apples. what I'm saying is, no. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, niggas know not to fuck with their ladies. Oh. Like, if you hit that woman, you might die. <laughs> she got a brother, she got a cousin, she got an uncle, and she got 26 apples and go. a hot pan of grease. Nigga, go. don't fuck up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where was I going with this? No, nah, you were still talking about the crime bill and, uh, and so the funding. Was, and- for what I'm seeing is that we now have more police out here who don't have you know what they were they were no longer needed for what they were being hired for mm. and so they focus more on drugs and then as more policing out there the drug epidemic went away but we still got all these police who still need to justify their job and so now they're overly producing or overly policing black people and it kind of created a system of where we need to justify our job so we can keep getting this funding so we can keep on going 
And then it became a one hand wash the other and they both washed the face. I said that to Mr. On Point. He was like, nigga, where you get this old country nigga knowledge from? That's, one of, that's still one of the, I like that too. I like it too. They both hands wash each other and then they both wash the face. They take care of each other. They, it's, you, you got it. So what I'm seeing is we need to figure out a way to unravel this web of things that we've created. The first thing that I would do as a politician, I would decriminalize all drugs. Hmm. It's radical. It's crazy. It's insane. I understand. If we take away the motivation for these police to be out here policing people, now they no longer have that to. If if you smell weed on somebody, that gives you probable cause to snatch them out the car. And beat the fuck out of them. Or kill them. Whichever one comes first. Both. They snatched, they beat him in the car and then snatched him out and then killed him. Or we can come in your house and shoot you up. It doesn't matter. Probable cause. <laughs> you were playing video games. They were violent. No, all the doors look the same. <laughs> and I just went through the wrong door. And, and I'm not going to lie. This black man in it. I'm not going to lie. When you said all the doors look the same, I was like, he got a master key. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. And I was like, man, that's, that's just ill. Um, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, it's like, um, so, I, yeah, you, you go. So, well, it's really more of a question, man. <laughs> I've been talking too much. No, no, no. You, we got shit we got to get out of. This is, yeah. this is the, this is the platform to do. How do you, how do you, where are we going after this? How do you feel about where we're going after this? Is this going to be a situation where it's wash, rinse, and repeat again? Because we've... I've seen this show before. Me too, man. And I know exactly how it ends. How does it end? Status quo. Mm. We go back to spending our money. We go back to saying, hey, you know what? Everything's everything's not so bad anymore. Mm. We're okay. I'm still mad. But hey, why not? Quarantine's over at least. I, th- I think this is a little different this year. One, because it's an election year. So you got all these guys out here clamoring doing whatever they can to secure their position for the next you know term donald trump has really squandered a great opportunity that he has if i'm looking at this politically Mm. he should have been a fucking leader and said what we saw was a tragedy and we are looking for answers i want to comfort all of america that we have we are a land of laws and due process and what we saw was not right. I support the police officers, but I also support the people. We need to handle this in the court of law. Hmm. Continue to protest, continue to police the streets, but be as peaceful as possible. You don't pick a side. You don't say anything. You just you just let that happen. The people will work it out by themselves. We don't need the fucking president in every situation. This motherfucker tweets out when the looting starts, that's when the shooting starts. So, all right. I was hanging out with Mr. On Point and I was talking to him about that. I said, "Okay, the way I read it first, because I look at shit way different than I feel like most people. I read it like, hey, when the looting starts. Eventually, that's when the shooting starts. That's when people start losing it because they're trying to protect what you're stealing from them. We don't want crime to escalate to the point where we have civilian killing civilian or citizen killing citizen. Mr. On Point saw it, and I believe that's how everybody else saw it, is 
y'all niggas out there looting, we gonna start shooting. Right. That's how I see <laughs> it. That's how I saw it too after a while. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, now that makes you look tone deaf. You you look like you don't know what the fuck is going on in your own city. You're sitting here talking about, let's make America great again. One of the great things about America is we can protest. Motherfucker, they have a thing called the Boston Tea Party. Mm. You remember that shit? You got tired of paying these taxes for this tea that was coming over from England. Mm-hmm. And you said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go out there and have us some tea. We're going to dump this shit in the, in the river. Right. Or actually, it was at the ocean. It was Boston Harbor, I guess. Yeah. Fuck it. They fucked it up. Said, we don't want your shit. That was a form of protesting. When you have crime after crime, death after death, no, no jail time. He's getting bailed for this. He got bailed out. How the fuck is that even possible? When you have this Teflon. shit, when you have this over and over and over and the people see it and they realize that you don't really give a fuck about me or people that look like me, of course they're going to have that one recourse is to protest. I love the fact that this energy is being displayed. Mm. I don't like that they're destroying property, but that seems to be the only thing that y'all motherfuckers care about. When you look at the Target situation, the reason why they destroyed that Target is because that Target worked with the surveillance, with the police department, and they were surveilling people in their neighborhood. Yep. They said, fuck that Target. But see, that doesn't get mentioned. It doesn't. In the media. Why? No, I'm not mad at you. No, no, <laughs> okay, no. Okay, I was about okay. to answer. <laughs> I be seeing your reaction to me. Because I, I be wanting to say it. <laughs> it it looked like I offended it, you, it, though. It, it doesn't get a reaction <laughs> because that doesn't sell news, Shogun. Man, that doesn't sell news. That's nigga. why I love doing this show with you, man. It doesn't. That don't sell news. Yeah. Why would I tell you? So, why would I willing? Why would I willingly tell you something positive, man, to decrease the things that are happening? Right, right. We got a whole fucking race war out here right now. Don't it feel that way? And I need to. I, the media, Wanna need see. as many people to look at what I'm. Pushing on this TV yeah. or out here on the on YouTube or whatever, as much as I possibly can. Yeah. And it's it's just it's, we're the media. It's rallying people up, and I think this is where I, I went back to people not seeing any kind of positive news. They're not seeing anything that's what's positive now. Nothing. COVID nineteen, masks, riots, looting, shooting, rooting, tooting. Everything. And by the way, <laughs> I don't see how people are surprised of from what Trump said as far as when the looting starts, the shooting starts. When we had him camp during his campaign rallies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with anti-Trump supporters saying, "Punch him in the mouth, <laughs> punch him dead in the mouth. If they want to act up, punch him in the mouth. Yeah, beat him up. That just goes against everything that's American, <laughs> like." What you seeing these people are doing, that is the most American thing I can think of. That is American as humble apple pie. Apple pie? I was about to say humble pie. Oh, we, we need some to, of that we too. We need to give him some humble pie. Uh, I don't even know where we go after this, man. Well, I gotta. I still got shit string of no, consciousness. No, no. I'm, oh. I'm talking <laughs> about... In America. I'm talking about in America. Remember, uh, I placed the question of where do we go from here? Bro, so, I was, so I was talking to... I was talking to somebody. I was like, I think I'm ready to leave. But everything that's in me won't allow me to leave. Like, I don't want to live here anymore. As a black man, I don't want to say that this is exhausting. I'm tired of having to have these conversations. I'm tired of dealing with this. But 
over time we do get tired of seeing this shit. Like every other week, there's been somebody that looks like me that's getting killed. Yeah. When is it gonna be my week? That's a damn good question. But again, I, I still I you know, it's really cool that like everybody's out there protesting and shit like that, doing these things. Mm-hmm. But until you guys understand, and I've always said this, and I'm going to continue to say this as well, mm. your money is where it, it hurts. That is definitely it. Your definitely money, it. your power of your money, the power of you voting, the power of you understanding, vote, the power of you voting what you want mm-hmm. helps a whole hell of a lot. And that's where what you said earlier really comes in, where we need to organize. So I believe that we don't need head of this mob at this current point but eventually we're gonna have to have a spokesperson or somebody to come up to speak for the crowd or speak for the people right like i don't know where does america's voice go to so the president or the leaders will listen to what the people are saying like it can't just be the voting booth and let me just say this too let me throw add a little pepper to what you're saying as well y'all gotta stop expecting celebrities to give a fuck about y'all. Oh, man. Y'all gotta stop sucking these celebrities' dicks because y'all motherfuckers get mad when certain people don't say shit or y'all get mad because... Understand this. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about you. Mm. They mm. don't care. They're not on the front line. Even the motherfuckers who are on the front line, Amanda, Amanda Seals and, oh. and and these people who are speaking out, because I, I follow her on, on IG for why, what reason I don't who know. Who is she? Amanda Seals, she's on Insecure. Who is she? She's the, the pregnant. Uh, oh, okay. What does she do? I mean, she's a comedian, but... The thing is, she's like, you guys are expecting me to know these things. You guys are, are taking things from me, and I'm just a comedian. What but she's she very vo- she's very vocal about uh, racism in this country and why we don't hold people accountable. And uh, she's just she. And I'm like, why don't she you? She ain't have, gonna be in next season. But I'm she's she doesn't care. She's like she. I know she know how to. But I um the chick that I brought that we brought up earlier in the show. Uh, I don't. I don't the chick that was talking about the Karen situation, the Central Park Karen situation, black the black chick, uh, Azalea Banks, something's Owens, Candace Owens. Oh, Candace Owens. <laughs> yeah, I, that bitch don't live in my mind. The crazy thing about that is, she says all of these things, but I've never once seen her go up and go at Candace Owens about some of this shit. Fuck Candace money. Owens. Well, I'm saying you're so much of a person that's for the cause, and I'm for the people, and you I guys, the, and I don't need you white people, and you don't understand this, and I'm saying these things, and you. And I'm like, well, you know, it would be really cool if you kind of said some of this shit to Candace Owens because you know who she is. She, you have such a big opinion. I'm saying we just expect so much out of of, of people, mm-hmm. and we fucking think it, man. Like, man, that that Amanda Seals, like she's she she's it. telling it. She's right, telling it right, like right. it is, sister. And to be honest with you, she don't fight the she don't fight fucking battles like. And she don't speak for me because I don't, don't even know who she is. Right. She ain't fighting no battles for y'all. Right. This motherfucker's in our... She was like, I would be on the streets if I was out there, but I'm in Orlando. They protesting in Florida. So, you know, I just want y'all to understand that y'all got to stop expecting... Y'all got to stop expecting people to give a fuck about you and give a fuck about yourself. Well, keeping that same energy. You heard about what Lil Wayne said? Oh, God. <laughs> Do you even care about I, what Lil Wayne said? I heard said? what he said, man. Right, and the- no, I play it, but okay. just... It- what do you expect? <laughs> what are you expecting? So you have a unique perspective 
What What do you think about what's going on right now with this cop on Big George stepping on his neck and all that? I think is a. I think when we see these situations, I think we also have to understand that we have to we have to get very specific. We have to get so specific, and what I mean by that, we have to. We have to stop. We have to stop viewing it from with such a broad view, meaning we have to stop put, placing the blame on the whole, the whole force and the whole everybody of such a certain, certain race or uh, everybody with a badge. And we have to actually, we have to get get into who that person is. And if we want to place the blame on anybody, it, it should be ourselves for not doing more than what we think we're doing. I mean, I mean we're leaving it at a. We, the, the reason why people always ask me, like, why you don't say this, why you don't do that, is because a lot, I mean, what else am I going to do after that? We, 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 some, some people put a tweet out and they think that's they think they did something. That some people wear a shirt, they think they did something. I mean, what you going to do after that? Did, did you actually help the person? Did you actually help the family? Did you actually go out there and do something? So if I ain't about to do all that, then I ain't about to do nothing. I pray for you. You say the follow the follow up is the follow through is is more important than wearing the shirt, or talking about it is actually, is actually right. Is actually learning about it. What, what we need to do is we need to learn about it more. If we want to scream about something, know what we screaming about. If we want to protest about something, know what we protesting about. Because if we if we want to get into it, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of facts that we don't we think we know that we don't know. So. If we want to get into it first, know what we're talking about before we talk about it. Because we scream about things that sometimes they isn't even true. What, like, what was you, what was y'all expecting? What was you expecting from him? This is the same nigga that was like, no, my life matter. My baby mama's like, yeah. Lil Wayne don't give a fuck about y'all. Yeah. Lil Wayne is is a recluse. Like, he don't be out no more. Well, he also said in that interview that when he was younger, he tried to kill himself and a whole bunch of police showed up. They called the ambulance and when the police showed up, everybody else was stepping over his body looking for the drugs and the money and whatnot and a white police officer picked him up and said, what the fuck are y'all doing? This guy's bleeding. We got to get him to a hospital and he rushed Little Wayne to a hospital, stayed with him until the doctors came and, then, you know, saved his life. So, he feels that that one person that did, you know, an amazing thing to save his life because yeah. that's a first responder. That's kind of what they do. There are no racists because of that person. Mm. And kind of like the inverse of the situation where it's like, hey, I don't want y'all to judge me just off of me wearing a hat backwards or baggy clothes or tight clothes or whatever. I'm a punk. I'm a rocker or whatever. You shouldn't judge the whole force off of the action of one person because he might be that one outlier. But when you have hundreds of cases and incidents of where people are interacting with the police officers Mm -hmm. and it never goes that same way, you can't just not believe everything everybody else is saying. You got to take some of that information in. So when he's saying we got to do the homework, we got to look it up, we got to get the information. When is he doing that? That's a good question. I agree with you. We should not look up to celebrities and, and think that they are role models. But unfortunately, that's just how the culture has changed. Like we used to admire and want to be the rock and roll stars. And then with the Instagrams and the social media, we realized that they some dumbasses and just normal ass people. 
with, with a little bit of money. With a little bit of money. A little bit of money and a whole lot of fucking eyes yeah. on them. I'm yeah. just, I'm just, like, people are, are, are just kind of tripping me out about, like, you know, how they give a fuck about what these celebrities do. Man, look, man, clean your own house, bro, before mm. you start worrying about other people's house. Mm. Please, clean I, your own house. I like that. <laughs> That's real shit. Did you hear about what uh, Shamik Moore said? And he came back and apologized. He of didn't, course. He didn't, he, they go to two-step on you, bro. <laughs> Right. This nigga need acting work. His job, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Shamik Moore's job is to act. Mm. Do you know what acting is? Mm-hmm. It's a portrayal of someone being a character mm. in some type of TV show, movie, or etc. He doesn't get a job if we don't support him. Right, in the things that right, he does. right, right. If we don't go pay that money for that movie or that TV show mm-hmm. we don't subscribe to that subscription and he doesn't get paid right so of course I'm gonna double back I need my fans I baby need my fans. I need a check mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. holy shit or he needs a role and in this situation the only role he got was playing himself I stress for that one I, I expected a chuckle. I ain't get shit. I, I mean, <laughs> he did, but he played, he played it when you okay. want me to laugh. When he, he did play himself. Yeah, he did. But he came back and apologized. I'm just, look, man. Well, did I even say what he said? Oh. It was is like, that the apology or that what he his, I think uh, this is the original. We still, uh, no, no, no. That's not what he said. He said, don't conduct yourself. <laughs> man. Shalameek Moore says, y'all don't conduct yourself well with the police. That's why y'all die. That's what the headlines say. Do we need a tweet? I don't think we need a tweet. Fuck. It's more context. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure people have seen it and looked yeah, it up. I know. mean, if you've been on social media, man, or if you've just been on the news in general, you know. Well, for me, it's really been a lot of social media shit that I, I, I've just been on social media way. To, like, I literally, I've like, I've like, you know, I typically I can't even look at my, my nasty Instagram because it's too many fucking. It's a little weird shit. looking at porn right now. I can't look at shit, especially no when you more. go to the Ebony section. It's like, damn, I hope she alright. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope them motherfuckers. I mean, uh, she alright, but I hope she doing alright. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> just it's just hard right now. And <laughs> oh yeah, because you watching porn. <laughs> Come on, I'm trying to make the lift of spirits. <laughs> oh, you it's already all, lifted something. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> hit me in my DMs. Mm. Uh, it's just it's hard, bro. It's I, I'm I'm just speaking from a from a standpoint of man. I, I'm a black man yeah. in America, and I'm tired too, bro. But mm. some of the shit, and then a lot of people want to a lot of people want to look down on you because you don't you don't you're not looking at things the same way that they're looking at it. You're not an ally if you. But that's the product of this podcast, bro. That's a product of this podcast because we have developed rational thought over time. Like the way we look at, I know for, I'm going to speak for myself. The way I look at information now is like, why are they telling me this? Mm. Why should I, how should I react to this? Why am I reacting to this? What is the takeaway? Mm. That's usually how I take information. Everything that we're seeing is suspect. It's an election year. What is making these things trend? How are they popping off? Like, what brought this to our attention first? 
like the algorithms like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, they all have ways of keeping away murder. Like you don't see a whole bunch of murder and stuff on the timeline. Mm, like they flag it as soon as it gets put, you know, posted up. But certain things seem to keep sliding through. That's just my paranoia. I, I'm always curious, like, how would, how did this become trending? Nigga, look, let me tell you something. I Googled a training mask. Every commercial on my YouTube is training mask. <laughs> yeah. I Googled Big Lots because I was looking for something in Big Lots. All the cookies and everything on my Everything that I look up on my yeah. computer now is fucking Big Lots The shit. border ads is Big Lots shit. Yeah. And I'm like, bruh. It's worse when you do Amazon. They're feeding their feeding. They just feed us so much bullshit mm. and they never want to feed us anything positive hope. They never want to feed us anything Man. that's going forward with us doing something positive and right. It's a lot. It's a, it's 2020 a, has been a lot, my nigga. nigga. <laughs> and we like, we halfway through this. No, we ain't. This is May, ain't it? Well, when the podcast, oh, okay. it'll, be, it'll be June. Nigga. What was it? Okay, we, all right. <laughs> Last month was the killer bees, then they switched to a fucking riot. Like, my nigga, what else? I, I'm telling you, aliens by by November. They, that's been confirmed. Alien. It's been confirmed, but they, you know, they, they ain't, ain't dropped down yet. <laughs> Get the eagle on. That was the album <laughs> announcement. <laughs> when that's the album release out. come out, yeah. yeah <laughs> that was yeah. a rollout. Speaking of they, some bullshit. They though. dropped the they dropped the track list. Yeah, that was the track list. <laughs> they posted like, oh, it's coming. Just wait. <laughs> Did you hear about Hawkeye? Hawkeye was trending this week. Yeah. Let's let's talk about this, then I move on. This dude. Oh my God. (laughs) So there's a video. I I highly recommend people to look this up. But uh, there was this white man who uh, said he was an all lives matter guy who who was a victim in this scenario. He was in his car. He screamed out, All lives matter. And they swarmed his vehicle. Two big black guys. Two big black African Americans. Beat his ass. When the small black dude's gonna whoop somebody's ass? <laughs> Just keep Tory Lanez. I think Tory Lanez. No, I got a Tory Lanez story coming up. He can't whoop nobody's ass. She. He got his ass whooped. Oh yeah, he did. That little, that little <laughs> oh, yeah, Cyrus nigga whooped the ah. whoop beat the brakes off his ass. I forgot about that Tory. Tory Lanez can't say shit else. That's why he was singing. <laughs> but he kind of he kind of came back when he beat Jonah. Oh, in the rap battle? Yeah. Because he whoop his ass. <laughs> no, he can't. Come on. You let a nigga named YK Osiris whoop your Shit, ass. Shit, you don't know YK Osiris. That nigga, that nigga got the He's pants. a singing nigga. Man. Shit, Ike was too. <laughs> <laughs> Ike was quick. <laughs> Man. <laughs> studied, by, studied up under Bruce Lee in that bitch. <laughs> that nigga studied up under James Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make you feel good. No. <laughs> I was brand new bae. Who would win? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Ike Turner or James Brown? Shit. James Brown, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. Ike Turner might get it. There, was, there has not been an actual accurate documentary <laughs> of the life and times of James Brown. That nigga was wild. <laughs> okay. He oh, shot no. some niggas. <laughs> Ike Turner might get weird. We talking about fisticuffs. I'm t- oh, okay. Fight James up. Brown on that cocaine. But that wasn't his fault. That was Bootsy <laughs> Collins' fault. Yeah. You never heard that story? Nah. Bootsy Collins. <laughs> Bootsy got I mean, James Bo- Brown on coke? Yes. Fuck. They was outside <laughs> smoking weed, angel uh, some shit. They was smoking weed like, laced with cocaine. Or some shit. And, and James Brown came out there. What the fuck y'all doing? 
No, he had it in a cup. He they poured it in a uh, in a random ass cup, yeah. and he was like, "Why y'all out here smoking? We got a show to do." And he was like, Jeez. "I'm thirsty." And he took the cup that had the fucking drugs in there that was mixed with the fucking and soda, and he drunk that shit. Woo. And that's what got him started. And he said, "What was in that?" And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> well." Speaking of another nigga that's high on drugs, Hawkeye. How did you get hurt on your forehead? Because I yelled at my window, cops. Uh, did somebody my... hit you with something? Yes, two black African Americans. <laughs> they beat me through my open window that I yelled out, All Lives Matter. People are white. <laughs> he couldn't see that shit. All of those people were white. He people. couldn't see that through his two black eyes, my nigga. And his arrow, his bow and arrow that he was shooting people with. Oh, you killed it now. The reason why he was called Hawkeye is because this motherfucker had the audacity to get out of his car with a compo bow, a compound bow, and with an arrow loaded, talking about all lives matter, and started pulling the strings. And the people no, around he him, shot arrows. Oh, he did shoot he arrows? He shot a couple arrows out of there. Did he hit anybody? I don't know if he oh, hit anybody, but he, hit shot, he, shot, he shot quite a few arrows. Oh, fuck this dude. Period. But yes. still, that's another reason. Um, but no, he he's out of his car. Clearly, this is another white man lying. This is that's yeah two yeah I seen the two big, big black dudes that were in the mix whooping his ass. They were all white people. I loved it. They were white skateboard kids. I love this because that's a sign of <laughs> solidarity. <laughs> First of all, you get on the news talking about, yeah, two big black African-Americans whooped my ass and they got video evidence of your ass outside of the car loading an arrow and then getting swarmed by a mob. Be thankful that you are alive. Man, that bullet, that's white privilege is a motherfucker. It is. It is. I love it, though. Fuck that nigga. Damn. What else we got? Um... T.I. had a nationwide blackout day, but I think that got swallowed up by the protests. Cause I mean, said, did you see the barbecue outfit he had on that night? <laughs> I, that nigga looked like he had just fried fish. Look, T.I., he did. Just Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, what, what fish we fry? We can't do this around here. This is Wakanda. I said, what fish fry did this nigga just come from? He okay. looked like he was hot and sweaty. Right, and now I like that he didn't have a tape up and he wasn't prepared. You could tell he'd been social distancing, and so I respect that out of T.I. No, stop. But I did lose a lot of respect. Well, Killer Mike when- had a T-shirt on. He's had a, he had a T-shirt on that says, stop. He was, what'd he say? What'd he say? Kill our leaders or some shit like that? Stop kill, killing- kill your masters. Kill your masters. Yeah, that's his thing. T.I. had on a fucking multicolored okay. 4th of July shirt, fish fry. I have an uncle that dressed just like T.I., Okay. I'm not going to judge this man like. based on <laughs> and he did. That's what he told me. He was like, I want all the colors. <laughs> With mustard. Yeah. You I'm not going to mustard on your fish? Catfish, yeah. 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 And, and some uh, white bread. You got to have white bread. There you go. Fresh but, out uh, the grease. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That nigga, y'all ain't seen this nigga, but he's slobbing. <laughs> that nigga's nah, slobbing at the top I was thinking about some fish. God damn. See? Um, See how easy to trick these niggas? <laughs> damn, they got me again. <laughs> I forgot my whole train of thought. But now, nah, I'm not judging T.I. based on his, his attire. I'm judging him by saying this is Wakanda. Wakanda is a fictionary place, fictional place. We need this to be reality. This is Atlanta, my nigga. And what you're saying is legit. You don't need to destroy your own stuff, but. 
The sentiment is real. People are angry. I feel you, T.I. This nigga, T.I. Just a fried fish ass nigga. Um, well, we gotta, we gonna have to vet some of these black people. Some shit all. Well, we need I just, to bring handshakes back. There's Damn, people COVID nineteen. There's people who really feel like this dude is like doing good, and I'm like, can't y'all see this nigga be doing shit for fucking opportunities and shit? Like, hope like woke Ti just don't don't jive with me. Mm. Like you, how do you get up there and say some bullshit like you said, and Killer might come right behind you and say some of the most impassionate, endearing, and educating shit that I, I fucking that's Ti versus Killer Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not gonna get that's the same the next album. <laughs> nah, tip, I don't want that. Tip versus T. Remember did he did that? Yeah, Tip versus Ti. Ti versus Tip or whatever it was called, but Killer would kill Ti. On anything, they need to stop calling that nigga up to the fucking city hall. He was the first <laughs> one. He wanna do really. I need to talk about the, the allegations that's going on with my people in my property. They gave that nigga like three minutes. Do your <laughs> job, man. He can't do it all in three minutes. Who worker hit the button? Ti. He can't formulate a sentence in three minutes. He could have just found a t-shirt or something. That nigga looked like he had just got finished like washing dishes. Oh man! So <laughs> I had another report saying that the lady who recorded the original video of George Floyd was uh, getting death threats and mm-hmm. blacklash from uh, social media. But I don't want to talk about that. Um, I had other stories, but I think we're done for the day. Man, this is I think this was this was the podcast that we needed to vent. I just wanted mm-hmm. to vent, man. I just wanted to get out my frustrations. I wanted to get out what I feel we should do okay. as a community. Like we didn't did that shit. Yeah, I know. And you know I think the end part that I want to end on is what next? What do we need to do next? Like I felt like we need a list of demands. What are your demands? Like if you got a captive audience. I told you, I already told you what I want. We gotta separate our money, our mm-hmm. talent, our our work ethics, our our culture mm-hmm. away from these people. And 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 hmm. maybe I should look at it as a power thing. But to this point, I can't no more. Like I, I can't look at it as as the police wielding their power versus it being a race thing. Hmm. Like I I I honestly I just I'm t- I'm tired of us asking for empathy right. from these people who have none. They don't know us, bruh. They don't know us. They don't care to learn about our our You can't mm. You can't care about somebody you're stealing from. Mm. Does that make sense? I'm stealing from you. I'm stealing a lot of shit that y'all do. Mm. And and using it for money. Basically, Making you guys they pimping us. Making you guys buy the shit that I steal from you. Mm. And I'm just like, we gotta we gotta get away. We gotta stop giving these people <clears throat> what they want. Which I is agree. our time, our money. We gotta stop giving them our culture, the mm. things that we come up with, that we create, they take it and they do what they want to with it and then they'll kill us. Well, the the thing is, I I see where you're going. I, I understand that and I agree. They give us one or two things that we don't have, and that's a platform and money. When you have a group of people who are not as educated to work in this society that's not really made for us, 
they're going to go to whatever is the easiest way to get to the end goal. Like, like you're saying, like the music industry, they need black people because we're the cool ones, right? We're, we're the style, the tastemakers. We make everything pop. Been doing it for years. But then they, we need them because they have the systems. They have the networks that can get our message out there further. So it's like we got to work with each other, but they're fucking us the whole way. Right? Yeah. But the only way to get out of an abusive relationship is to, to, to leave that person or kill mm. them. And I don't want to kill them. Do you understand? When, you, when, you, when you're mm. a battered spouse, there's two ways out. Well, maybe really it's three. You kill that person, you leave, or you die. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want to see anybody murdered. I like the option of leaving. Mm. Because, believe it or not, folks, mm. and it might not even be in our generation, it might not even be while, while I'm living or Shogun's living, but it's going to get to a point where death is inevitable. And I'm talking mass death. And I don't want to see that. I, Bruh. I'm telling you, hmm. this powder keg is at this. No, this, you're right. This wash, rinse, repeat shit. Eventually, the shampoo gonna run the fuck out. This is the moment. This is it. I, feel, I don't know. I feel like what, what what I've seen some police chiefs or sheriffs are doing. They're getting out with the crowd and mingling and actually talking to the people and trying to just diffuse the situation. Right. That's the most important thing that I haven't seen. There's nobody diffusing the tension. They're just letting this shit boil over. Mayors have come out and said what I've seen. Like, I think it was the mini Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minnesota mayor was like, what I saw was wrong. It was a crime. This shit shouldn't have happened. And I think Cuomo also came out and said, yo, this is fucked up. This shit wouldn't have happened if it wasn't anybody, you know, of, of a different skin tone. But as the mayor, you're not even putting pressure on what is it, the senator yeah. or the you're not putting pressure on the senator to get these. They only arrested one dude. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just pushing back. It's the okay. only thing that I see, the reason why they wouldn't is due process. But there's so much evidence here already that there shouldn't have been any question. Now, from my, the lens of being a black man. You, you fucking me right now. You fooling me to fuck me because you're not doing your job. You're supposed to arrest this dude because if I had to did what he did, I would be arrested right now. Because I showed do. I, I was trying to wonder where George Floyd's, where his due process was. There was none. They're the judge, jury, and executioner. I just that's not America, but that is America. Mm. So America. I just want. I just. I just. I just need us to understand that we hold, and I and I'm tired of making this speech. We hold so much power, man, in the things that we do. We hold so much power in, in purchasing. We hold so much power in shit. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, and I'm, a lot of people might stop fucking with me when I say this, but we're too fucking spoiled to understand that, like, once this is over with, we're going to go back to standard, to status quo, which is yeah. spending our money back with these same people who don't give a fuck. And again, Mm. I'm looking at it from the racist side of it. I'm not looking at but, it. From, I'm not looking at it from the uh, the the police power side of it. Mm-hmm. And maybe I should. But at the end of the day, man, like every time I see somebody on social media saying, "Why do they want to kill us? Why don't they? Why don't they stop killing us? Why?" Because they they don't understand who we are. They have stopped caring. They don't give a fuck about you. I think they do, man. I just know, I think they know that we are not going to do anything that's going to affect them. 
And so with them looting and rioting and actually destroying, this is targeted. Don't get me wrong. Like, they didn't burn down their own communities. They went to places. Well, probably not there, but in other places, which has been a lot of monkey see, monkey do shit, there's been a lot of places that were fucking up their communities and fucking up black businesses. Not purposely, because. In the process of. But in the process of, yeah. of, of destroying some shit to show, prove a point. You're also destroying somebody's means to live and support their family. Yeah, I did see one black dude, his business was wrecked by it. But there was also a GoFundMe where people supported him and he got he back up to, you know. But snow. everybody don't can't get that. You're right. Everybody's not. We, we working off stimulus. Last time I checked, we working off stimulus check. That's part Last of the time problem. I checked, unemployment was super fucking high. That's All I'm saying is, hey, if y'all organize and look at things from an organized standpoint, some of these people would have their businesses where they can kind of go back. What is this? What is some of these people going to do about their family? What are these? Some of these people. How are some of these people going to feed their kids? Well, who's answering that question when it comes to COVID? Nobody. Nobody. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Like these people are out here fending for themselves. So this is the product of it. I think this situation is different because of the COVID situation. We don't have any alternatives. Like you can't just go back to stores and start shopping again. Most people don't have jobs. So the only thing they focusing on is what are you, Mr. Politician, doing for me? Hmm. And they got to put some we got to put a list of demands out. We got to we got to get some shit rolling. It's just be aware that there's provocateurs in all these crowds. People are trying to get. You oh, know, yeah. You, shit got, started. you got you got you got you got you got some people in the midst of you. They're saying that they're with you and still pointing their finger like, no, I'm going to do this and make sure yeah. that they're blamed for it. Right. So I got quick hits, but I, don't I ain't know. got none. I, don't <laughs> I ain't got none, man. I'll, um, I'll just rattle off what I got real quick just to end the rest of this shit. Uh, wow. So we got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was a good episode. It wasn't, it wasn't too serious. Wasn't nah, it? I liked we, it. We it, was, it, was, it, was, it was fair. It was fair. Uh, speaking of <laughs> not being fair. <laughs> A new restaurant with a very derogatory name is uh, causing a lot of uh, ruckus out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, just tell me, is is this racist to you? Okay. The restaurant is called Big Beaner. Actually, Big Beaners. Come on, bro. And it's got a, a sombrero wearing bean. Come on, man. With a long mustache. You know what a beaner is. <laughs> you know what a beaner is. <laughs> And that picture, that picture explains it all. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> so we got a black woman prosecutor for the Ahmad Aubrey murder case. So yeah. hopefully, uh, we 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 gonna see some success in the right direction on that. Yeah. Uh, I think this is some bullshit news, but I'm gonna read it anyway. Coronavirus monkeys escape with the COVID nineteen samples after attacking a lab assistant. And I was like, fuck out of here. You fooling me to fuck me? Oh, God damn. Kylie Jenner, billionaire status, is in question by Forbes. They're saying that she submitted uh, fake uh, falsifying tax records. Yeah. Why not? I mean, she got a makeup business that made her the youngest billionaire ever. There you go. Whatever. Forever 21 is filing for bankruptcy um, because of COVID, of course. Yeah. we Wait, we did that. Like, well, I had that as a quick hit like, oh, well, weeks ago. Sorry. Uh, Minneapolis bus driver refuses to transport George Floyd pro- uh, protesters to jail after, you know, the protester. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Tony Yayo snaps back at DMX for calling him a <laughs> by calling DMX a crackhead. So now we got the I'm not gonna say anything. The battle between DMX and Tony Yayo. You know what I where I what I where I stand. What I know about. I mean, the truth is truth. Hmm. Well, he ain't no crackhead. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of some crackheads, <laughs> HBO launched out HBO. I'm sorry, AT and T launched out HBO Max, and Yay! it was a huge disaster. Aww. HBO Max launched with utter disaster. The pricing, the content, and the distribution was all fucked up. They haven't inked out a deal with Roku and Amazon for, you know, distribution of the app. What? So the the app is not on Roku or Fire Stick, but it might be by the time. This shit so comes what out. is it on? Android TV. It's on a lot of things, just not on Roku and Fire Stick. But those are the two bigger ones. Hey, man, it's AT&T. They fucking up. HBO. Tory Lanez tells all celebrities that they are not doing anything by posting about this shit. And I've I think seen that shit. This is legit. Did you listen to what he said? Yeah. I'm going to just play it real quick. I don't know if he, I don't, but I don't know if Tory Lane's been out in the streets his damn self, though. He, I don't think he has, but it's legit. Bro, I'm not even a guy to come on here, bro. I don't even come on here. I don't talk about politics. I'm not even like that, bro. Y'all know, y'all know me. I like to have fun. I'm not even one of those guys, bro. But this is just stupid, bro. Like, if anybody is a celebrity, bro, stop using your platform to come up here and say anything that's against what the people in the streets are saying. If you're not out there, bro, if you're not out there protesting and marching with these people all day without your fucking security, my nigga, and without the other extra shit, my nigga, then you shouldn't be talking, bro. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't have a voice in this. And until you, until you go out and do that, until you go out and study and see, go out and really understand what the fuck is going on out here in our community, bro. Just stop. Just, just get off Twitter. Talk to your PR. Ask your PR what you should say or something, bro. Something. What's up, shorty? What's up? Hi. Hello. How you doing? Hello. Hi. So the reason why he's saying hello and hi is because some lady, uh, some prominent person in Atlanta, I forgot her name. Chicana. There you go. Yeah, Damn, nigga, you be on these yeah, Instagram streets. Him, him and she kind of had a uh, IG Live conversation about she she got on IG Live and she was crying because she about was saying, Gucci she, stole. "Well, no," she said she was crying like, "Why y'all burning? Why y'all killing these bitches?" She was asking people, "Why y'all out here doing this to Atlanta to these businesses out here?" Mm-hmm. She was like, "Why y'all at the Gucci store riding at the Gucci store?" She, Fuck, she was like. I, why are y'all doing the 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 thing that she she went on about them fucking up Atlanta mm-hmm. when Atlanta ain't got shit to do with what's going on in Minneapolis. I got you. And she was just going, and then the Gucci store was just the prominent place because the news. Yeah, they fucked Mall up. But that's the thing. The news when when two things that popped up when it came to. Atlanta getting fucked. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how to count the two. <laughs> no, two you, you was like two, three, one, <laughs> yeah. whichever one. <laughs> that was my gang shit. Two, two, two things popped up when they were showing the news of what got fucked up in Atlanta: uh-huh. the CNN building and the fucking Gucci store. <laughs> yeah. So of course, when you see those things on TV, right, you're gonna say, "Oh, y'all, why y'all fucking up the Gucci?" You know what I'm saying? Y'all fucking up the Gucci store. She said, "Why y'all fucking the Gucci store up? Shit. What is why y'all fucking shit up in Atlanta in general?" Because I can flip nobody, this shit. nobody, no, we haven't. Nobody's done shit here. We handle like what many people out of Atlanta. Especially the prominent black people in Atlanta has been saying consistently, mm-hmm. we handle our shit here. Why are you guys doing this? And Tory Lanez 
took offense to her saying something about the Gucci store. They had a back and forth. It really wasn't. It got. It was heated at first. They both had a calm conversation after that. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of went to a situation where she was like, nah, I said that because that's what I seen. Or I woke up and I seen that shit. And he was asking the same type of questions. I just feel like, I feel like I, I like what Tory Lanez is trying to do, but mm-hmm. he needs to get a full concept of what happened before he starts calling people out like and that. And that's why I love this podcast. I brought half of this shit to the story, to the show. You finished it off oh, perfectly. I'll be, be on I'll be on social media way. But the much. shit that I didn't know, I made it seem like Tory Lanez was all virtuous and just stomping on this bitch who was jumping in his his IG. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, he was. But you gave it more validity and more perspective, which helped round out the whole story. Two halves to make one whole was a complete asshole. Complete asshole. Speaking of assholes, we're gonna have to come to the terms that uh they might have made it to the moon, my nigga. SpaceX <laughs> Dragon Capsule arrives at the International Space Station, my nigga. Okay. No, no, no. Because <laughs> they get your ass, too. I see that shit. I see that fucking rocket go up into the fucking sky. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Well, me? I said we together. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> All right. they, okay. <laughs> Why we just not learning? We ain't seen. They ain't say nothing. We just they ain't not. say nothing about them getting trained. They ain't said shit about this fucking they have. win. They've been talking about this for years. This was a highly publicized launch from SpaceX. Okay, that'd be. Funny. We ain't said no way. I ain't seen no news about this shit until yesterday or the day Nigga, before they this, this is like page no, six I'm, news. No, <laughs> if we supposed to go back another successful space, I'm saying is wasn't it like two astronauts? Wasn't it just two? It astronauts? It was NASA and SpaceX, but yeah, it was something. It was like only that. two motherfuckers, right? Yeah, I'm going to the international. How space. easy is that to to fucking fake that shit? How easy? Well, or Look, nigga, I'm just trying or, to get some hope. Or how is how easy is it for them to die when the fucking rocket blow the fuck up again? Fuck. Because if that rocket would have blew up and was like, we just lost two of but our it, best people, but it worked. They made it successfully. Hmm. You are you are a fucking hype beast ass mother. Fuck you. You know that shit ain't real. You think that shit real? I'm gonna ask you. you. Is that real? Yeah. The space station. Yes. They up there. Trending right now. <laughs> Trending right yeah. now. Uh-huh. Naomi Campbell, yeah. Chris Tucker, David yeah. Blaine, Donald Trump, the royal family, Princess Diana. All connected to who? And the, and the two Jeff- astronauts. <laughs> all connected to the <laughs> motherfucking Jeffrey Epstein. I get it now. Okay. That's how they got Jeffrey Epstein out of here. He was on that ship. Oh, he's, he's one of the be, two. He's going to be in two. the fucking uh, space You know who station. the other person is? I ain't going to say. <laughs> I was going to say it was a little girl, but. Mm. No, I'm saying. We got to believe that Jeffrey Epstein is dead. So, you know, nobody can find him. Why can't not find him on Earth? Yeah, can't yeah. find him. Find him in the space station. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to poo-poo that, but no, it's funny. I like honestly, it. are you surprised that those people are connected to Jeffrey Epstein? Well, Chris Tucker, I am. But I guess he gave his he gave his life to God now, so I guess he's forgiven. Damn, maybe that was the trigger. He seen some shit on that island or on that plane. That's how the priests do it. We still come through with this bitch. Whoa, at the last minute. <laughs> Cole Jackson at the buzzer. <laughs> Bang. I'm, I'm running for the touchdown. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hike. Shit. 
Huh. Beast mode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this this is gonna be like wet and wimpy. I might have to edit and rearrange the order of you hearing this. PlayStation Five event next week, where they're rumored to show tons of games, the PlayStation Five system, and the price. Didn't they say a thou- like it was gonna be like thousands of games, or and was that Xbox? Thousands of games backwardsly compatible on the Xbox. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sony ain't said shit at uh, They gonna say some shit next week So I bet you that machine June 4th I bet PM. you that machine Gonna be 650 damn dollars That's what uh, Rockman said Shout out to the Nerd Play Y'all check out the Nerd Play Nerd Play Nerd Play uh, I'm trying to see If I need to start The OnlyFans to buy one Why not Or I'm not getting a Playstation At this current moment You're It might change next week All the games coming to PC I play PC What's up I'm a what You gonna get it Nah. Yes, you are. I didn't buy a PlayStation 4. I got one, but that's because my homie Battle gave me one. <laughs> Shout out to Battle. Thank you. I don't even play that. I played two games <laughs> on it. <laughs> I got a great game on there that I started. Detroit and uh, was that on Horizon? Yeah. I need to play them. Man. Oh, so you go get your Xbox, huh? Most definitely. You going to do OnlyFans again? Man? Nah, I got money, nigga. I can go to work every day. Oh, so you got to be poor to have OnlyFans. Is that what you're saying? I mean, Nah. But <laughs> <laughs> it's some four people out here. Hey, I got the hustle. Hey, sometimes I know. got the hustle out here. Hey, it 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 that's it. That's all I got, man. What you see what the time? Oh, like. that time it's it's not three hours, but I bet you it's long. Let's see. Two eleven, two thirteen. Ain't bad. Yeah, that's, that's a good typical, show. That's a typical show. Shit, I still got music. If you want to talk about music, nah, I'm good. We can sit, we can do a regular show next week. Yeah. This was that, the, Alchemist album, check that shit out. It's it's not Alchemist album. It's Freddie Gibbs. Okay, Alchemist slash Freddie Gibbs album is fucking awesome. I fucking love it. Shit's amazing. You should just say that for next. Check week. out uh, Sid's podcast. I'm sure he's gonna talk about it. Um, all right, guys. So I'm just gonna say this. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that we. Well, I'm gonna speak for myself. Just know, everybody, I love you. I want you to be safe. I want mm. you to make it home at the end of the day. Mm. And I want you to be able to understand that just because those people don't care about you, your people care about you. Man. You think about your family, you think about your friends, and just understand that, that you got somebody. Right, right. And, and that was a perfect send-off. I want to add to this. I got to say thank you to all the people who, who sent me um, tweets and Texas saying, hey, are you okay? Because they seen that people were protesting here in the city. And they, they, you can feel the weight of the world right now. And there's a lot of people jumping in there talking about, hey, black man, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, black sister, I'm okay. Like, it's cool to see this new energy and people are focused on taking care of each other. And I think we should spread that out even further. Like, make sure you check on your people. Like, ain't nobody did me like that. Man, black man, are you okay? I want some soft legs to no, tell me, nigga. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can put some cocoa butter on them. That might help out a little bit, but shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying shit to me. I think because I'm light skinned. Black man, be safe out there in your travels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, they do. They love you, man. This That's the reason they come to the show. <laughs> Lies. All right. Shit. They if you this, ain't showing up one they, week, this shit ain't going to be got, the same. They got this ball 
uh, bald, dark-skinned prince out here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry, King. This dark-skinned, bald king. king. We yeah. love you. Kings get their head chopped off. I just want to be around y'all. You didn't got your head chopped off. <laughs> I'm just trying to fuck with my money, but I mean everything I said, and I'll say it again. BYK Radio. Radio.